Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirit, turning one incorruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plague. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin The Enemy Within. Alright, when you guys when you guys began, um He's here. You could probably call him and ask him if you really want to. Take the shit. Yeah. Uh, when you guys began, you were investigating that strange room off of the sewers, and it had these rings of copper in the ground and uh, five candle holders around the edge of it. Um, and it also had this locked chest in the back. Mm. You guys um uh, went into the room, and also had these bones that you thought might be the goblin in the back. And uh, um, so you all entered the room, and were take a, starting to take a look at the bones and the chest and whatnot. When this swirling smoke came in the center of the room, and it formed into this hellishly looking dog, and the dog had you know just smoke coming out of its nose and fire in its mouth, and. It didn't seem very happy with you guys. <laughs> and uh, it, uh, it attacked, and it had a, a sort of breath attack that uh, kind of stunned people and caused them to gasp for breath. Um, and uh, it also was just a pretty fierce combatant. Um, all of you guys, uh, Triax momentarily thought about leaving, but... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you guys attacked it, and uh, well, I, I I gave it stats to give you guys a pretty tough fight, but you guys actually took it down um, pretty handily. Trix was on fire. Yeah, there was some really good rolling on your guys' side, and uh, despite my my best efforts of making it pretty challenging, uh, I didn't wrest any fate points or anything from you guys. In fact, I don't even know if you spent any fortune points on it. <laughs> Maybe a few. Yeah, there were a couple spends. Yeah, defensively. Right, um, but it still uh, it did a little bit of uh, of damage to you. But uh, I think at least you guys got the message that it was a pretty fierce thing that was in the room. And when you defeated it, it just sort of swirled into nothingness. Hmm. Um, and uh, it didn't seem completely of this world. You know, it was kind of like half in the world and half sort of out of the world at the same time. It was hard It was hard to do, like, full damage to it and things like okay. that. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so you guys were able to uh, crowbar open the chest, and uh, you found 
a number of interesting things, which are... Are they written down here? Yes. So you found a a silken handkerchief with the monogram FS um, on it, and it also had a an image on the handkerchief that's the same as that sort of... Uh, Kind of looks like a uh, like a bull or a maybe a ram. Um, that same image that was on the floor was was on that uh, handkerchief. There was also a black skull with a uh, with an iron band around the temples. There was a very interesting dagger. It had a wavy blade, mm-hmm. and Nigel uh, noticed that it had a strong magical. Um, mm power coming from it. Uh, Brutus decided to take it and put it to use, uh, though he hasn't fought with it yet. Um, there was also this vial of uh, slightly bluish liquid, uh, and it was marked with a skull. Um, I'd drink it. <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> um, there was also the bones, which... Uh, seem to be the goblins, it's, at least that's how, uh, uh, that's what Manny thought anyway, since it had, it had the hip of the skeleton had right, three had that, yeah, mm-hmm. um, is there anything else in there? No, that was it. Um, so there was a door in the back of the room, but it was very solidly closed and locked, and didn't even have a lock that you could that you could try to open. So you guys decided to go around the corner and check in with uh, what uh, what um, what Zed had said was a thieves sign on a door, mm-hmm. and you guys went and banged on the door <laughs> and shouted curses at it for uh, oh, a good solid ten minutes before it opened. Uh, and the people inside didn't seem too happy about people banging on their door. They had loaded crossbows and uh, other weapons. That, Wait, the uh, door opened? and The door kind of opened just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the, the group pushed it the rest of the way open, and there were some very unhappy-looking people on the other side with loaded crossbows pointing out. And um, after they said that they weren't related to the room next to them, uh, you guys said goodbye. <laughs> and uh, I think you guys closed the door and went on your they way. Closed the door. Oh, they closed the door, door in our face. In our face. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, what? We didn't just randomly kill people. That's so unlike us. Not really. We don't randomly kill people. Um, what game are you playing? Okay. Who was so who's the last person? <laughs> yeah. Let me just see. As you Have guys, we randomly killed anyone? His brother. <laughs> I don't know about that. He jumps up and starts eating our coachman. It was random, it was random that we encountered him. <laughs> yeah. uh, random that we killed him. All right. So then you guys w- went back towards the uh, uh, towards the room, and you saw that floating in the sewage was a body, um, and it had floated a little ways down. So you kind of had to. Uh, track it down a little bit or walk down towards it and it was uh, turned out to be the dwarf that uh, you had freed from the stocks the, the, day, the day before the drunky dwarf the yeah. drunken dwarf right he he uh, his dead body uh, was there his face had been eaten um, so he was hard to recognize and there was a huge gaping hole in his chest which looked to be the cause of death um, but yeah he didn't, he didn't look too good so did we perform CPR Pumping the chest would be a pretty 
pretty gross experience. No, and, and going mouth to mouth against. <laughs> no, but we did strip him and check for tattoos. Uh, that's true. Okay. Um, so then you guys uh, went back into the room and decided to dismantle the uh, everything in there, which meant taking apart the rings that were on the floor. They were made of pure copper. It's totally great. Uh, the dwarf recognized them as being pure copper, and they were joined with this sort of dovetail linkage into three sections, which made up each ring. You guys took it apart and uh, used your millions of feet of rope to uh, tie a, uh, a uh, kind of a harness around it. Uh, and then Triax, being the, the dwarf that he is, also decided to carry all the candles, uh, candle holders, which were, uh, only made of, which were only made of iron, but uh, um, decided to take those as well. It was well worth it. <laughs> um, and you guys carted this stuff out of the sewers, um, along the, well, along the sewers to reach the manhole, which um, uh, uh, yeah led to the surface. Um, the point of the surface that you reached when you came out uh, was right about here, just next, a little bit over from where the thirty-three is written on the map. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, there was this whole thing where uh, you guys encountered some guards while you were hoisting this copper out of the sewers, and they they weren't too understanding, like didn't quite understand what you were doing. But Nigel managed to uh, convince them that nothing uh, bad was going on. And it didn't really look <laughs> like you were good charm fest. Yeah, nice. with the merchants, with the guards. Yeah, Nigel, was, you, were, you were kind of on fire. At least your fate points were on fire. Your like fortune points, points were on fire. Yeah, there were two occasions where I rolled a 99 in the charm chest. Yeah, so he points. went back to... <laughs> Nigel went back to the uh, to the uh, journey's end and found a merchant friend of his uh, who was interested in buying copper and sold it to, to him on his barge. Uh, so you guys turned a, a pretty penny from that. Um, yeah, also there was an attempt to... Uh, go over to the Metal Workers Guild, but I think it was closed, and so... But you guys didn't return in the morning. Um, <laughs> well, I went to the Metal Workers Guild, and Manny was Manny kind of flailing behind me, <laughs> like, trying to study. Right. And I had left the Metal Workers Guild before he arrived. He had some in, he had some interesting conversations with a particular a guardsman. Sure. No, it's not. In fact, yeah, actually, this is the entire... The uh, whole thing about the copper is missing. Uh, you know, well, no, it says... It says we dragged it out, but it doesn't really... Oh, it doesn't go into much it. detail about it. It just says that you took the copper. Um, anyway, um, so the the next day you found out that... Uh, um, uh, so you guys visited the person who gave you the task, who is also not in here. Um, it's uh, Magistrate Richter was the one who gave you I the... I hope he's uh, at least on the NPC page. He's important. No, he's not on the NPC well, page either. Um, Sorry. Magistrate Richter, uh, <laughs> you, you saw, and he said that there was a letter uh, that said that the dwarf had been killed, uh, not the dwarf, sorry, the goblin, had been killed in a warehouse. And that obviously struck you guys as a little strange, mm-hmm. um, because you had, had the bones with you in a bag as you were talking to him. Um, so he said no, that, that he had received a letter saying that <coughs> the reward shouldn't be paid, that the goblin was found this morning, what at the at, at a warehouse down near the river where there was like an exit from the sewers, 
Um, so we got screwed. So you guys did not get the reward. He did pay you each uh, a couple shillings for your time. But we weren't really that upset about <coughs> it. We had just received this windfall of cash for selling the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, as we said at the time, with candles and copper. <laughs> we only made twice what we were originally planning on making. So we, put, we weren't really that upset hey, about it. Um, okay, uh, but you, but. But you guys were very suspicious of this, and you asked, well, where did the uh, note come from that said uh, that not to give you the reward and that this had happened? And uh, it had come from the, from the uh, city hall, which is actually where Richter normally works. Uh, he was in the carnival area, because it was, this is the last day of the carnival, and he was um, uh, working as a judge in the carnival. But he said back where he normally works is where he got the message from. And, it, and he showed it to you, and it was signed uh, Johannes Tugen, who he explained was a, uh, a high-ranking um, member of the, of the town council mm-hmm. and a prominent member. Uh, his family is very prominent in the city. Um, so you guys went down to the, to the, to the uh, warehouse to find out about, you know, what the heck happened. And you met up with the... Not after, not before having a long conversation about whether or not we should care. That's true. Uh, yeah, so then there was a, uh, there was a discussion about, uh, you guys were getting into something, it seemed like. And so there was a discussion about whether or not this was a good idea, because, um, do you want to get mixed up with people who seem to have some sort of power in the town? Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I... You weren't there, but uh, Triax and Manny seem to be on the side of uh, getting to the bottom of it. Um, Brutus was kind of indifferent um, and wanted to see some more money in it for him. And uh, I don't know exactly what... Nigel kind of stayed out of it, but eventually sided with... Uh, um, talking to Brutus about it. Not Brutus, sorry. Talking to uh, Alexander about it and... Um, Eventually going on and, and, and going ahead and investigating what was going on. And not completely avoiding the entire rest of the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that's always nice as a GM. I don't um, want to drag anyone into anything against their will. You know, I, I try not to. You know, this was, you know, when I played in this campaign, that was, we kind of had a similar, um, quandary. And, you know, I think that this campaign, you know, I, it's not, it's hard to really pull everybody in because you just kind of find stuff on the surface. It's not a, it's not a campaign where stuff is just right there in your face and that's kind of the nature of it. I tried to get in your backgrounds some, uh, you know, some reasons that you, uh, you all would want to investigate this sort of thing. It's interesting in the pre-generated characters, it just says, you guys are seeking adventure and that's all you really get. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, so, uh, so anyway, you asked at the um, at the warehouse what was going on, and the the warehouseman said that he himself had killed the goblin that morning with a club. Um, and dumped the body in the river. And dumped the body in the river before yes, anyone saw it. Before anyone saw it. Um, why really would this guy? Why would this guy care? Like, why does he, he want to? Goal. We really should go back there and beat it out of <laughs> fame that we so rightly deserve. So uh, anyway, so that's what uh, that's what you found there. Um, he, he you asked him whose warehouse it was, and he said it was the uh, um, it was a Steinhager 
warehouse, and it had a it had a. Steinhager. Uh, I, I was actually going to ask you about that. Um, yeah, this Steinhager, and it had, has a symbol above the warehouse of a male fist punching some grain, um, which, which you guys noticed, although none, none of that's mentioned here. But badass farmers or something. Yeah, badass farmers from Steinhagers. Yeah, the initials on the hand found. Good. Okay, so that was so it was a Steinhager warehouse. Um, and then you found out um, that uh, you, oh, so you guys decided to figure out who um, who had been talking with Guni the Dwarf because somebody must have paid for him to get out of the stocks. So you guys talked to the watch and you found out who was on guard at the time that that would have happened. And you found out um, there was a watchman named Hans who was actually still over there. And he said that a uh, a, a servant... Uh, wearing a, uh, with sort of shoulder length, light brown hair, kind of a thin man, had come by and had paid for the dwarf to be freed, and he had a rose um, emblazoned on his shirt. And so, uh, I believe he went down to the, was it the guild hall or something, or the town hall? Um, yeah, he went to the, the city the city center, actually where that note had originated from, from the beginning of the day. He went down there and tried to find out what did the rose mean. And uh, the person behind the desk said very plainly, it was the, the rose is the sign of the house of Tugan. Ah. And on the walls of the uh, town hall are all the major um, houses, uh, families. And on there you saw the both of those symbols, the, 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 the male fist and the rose, mm-hmm. amongst many others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you found that out. Um, then you decided uh, that... Uh, that Zed should do some more research on uh, Thieves Guild in the town because it seemed to be related and sent him off. And, and uh, we, wanted, we wanted to ask the thieves for a way into Tugan's house that wasn't... Yeah, although I'm thinking, I'm thinking more about that. I'm not as positive as I was last week. That there was a house. Yeah, you guys realize... There is a way into Tugan's house. It's called the window. Um, So then you decided to take a look at Tugan's house, by the way. I'll I'll describe it for you, because that's where you went at the end of the session last time. Uh, We should actually get, like, a whole outline of it, because we're going to be doing the home invasion. Well, we'll get to that when that actually happens, Um, but I will will describe it for you. So Tugan's house, uh, along with many of the other houses of the wealthy families, um, are on... They're in this area called the Adel Ring. And the Adel Ring is right here on your map. It's this area which goes around a park. There's a park in the center. Okay. And these are the various large, uh, well, you know, rich houses here. And Tugans is one of those. <laughs> They're walled in uh, is this, sort of mansions. Can I ask a question? Is this uh, the speckled stuff? Is that street? That's, or is the, that that's water? the street. Okay. The, the water is over here. The River Bogan okay. runs along here. Okay. Yeah, all the dark, shaded areas are streets. Okay. Um, yeah, so the uh, house is behind a tall fence, and all the houses are fenced in. Sure. Some have higher fences than others. Tugans is one of the largest houses in this area, for sure, if not the largest. And it has a very high fence that runs around it with a gate in it. And there are um, there is a guard <coughs> that stands outside the gate, and... Occasionally, somebody comes and goes, but you decided to, you would imagine, and so you guys decided to stake it out <coughs> and see who comes and goes. I, I think Nigel had um, 
the idea of waiting for a servant to leave uh, because servants must come and go, and then to ask him some questions. And so I think you were waiting for that to happen. I also, we also, by the way, want to keep an eye out for the guy who matches the description that we got. Because if he shows up, we're definitely following him. Or oh, the uh, servant for the... Uh, the servant. The, 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 the Yeah, the mm-hmm. rose emblazoned guy. Right, with the short, skinny guy with short, or sorry, long, light brown hair. Whatever. You just name him Eno, yeah. Eno. Because that's what he is. <laughs> the double E. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, now that you're here, why don't we have you, Zed, you can do what you like. They, they asked you to go and find out something more about the Thieves Guild, but what would you actually like to do now that you're here? Sure. Um, that makes sense. I mean, my character frequently has a nicotine fits and will just disappear for large quantities of time and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> um, yeah, I seem to be doing that uh, quite a bit, like while everyone else is fighting a deal. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, we just got in here, guys. I, I gotta smoke a cigarette. I'll yeah. be back in a little Here's while. Here's my crowbar. Uh, <laughs> if you ever if you need this, and have fun with the demon dog. So, uh, because I wasn't here last session... Uh, what specifically would you like me to find out from the Thieves Guild, if there's a way into the Tugan household? We wanted to set up a meeting with them. You just want me to set up a meeting with the Thieves Guild? Well, I want to find out, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what you want? Alright, my fellowship score sucks, but, um... I do have, you know... I mean, we basically... I don't think you have a single score that sucks. No, no, that is the one that sucks. (laughs) What, What is it? 29. 29? 29 is like two under average. 29 is pretty good. That's about average. Yeah, that's pretty much what my average starting score is. Yeah. I have <laughs> Well, it's my worst attribute. I average is what, 30? 30, Whatever, I'm a superstar. Leave me alone. 30 and a half. Like, yeah, so you're just a superstar everywhere else. Is yeah. what it is. Um, all right, well, uh, I think I would try to investigate... Uh, how to talk to the Thieves Guild by frequenting bars well, you want to go to the bad, bad, bad part of town? Yeah, bars right. and shady establishments. Well, you ask around a bit, and the bad parts of town are actually near the river, but not on the river. So this area over here on the far side of the river Whoa. is called the pit. Oh. This is the slum of the slums, you find out as you start asking around where the bad part of town is. Um, going here would definitely get you to the bad part of town, but maybe too much. Uh, you, they, they suggest you go in a group <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to head over there. Um, but just sort of the generally shady areas of town are actually kind of near the docks, but not not right on the river. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll start sort of canvassing this area and looking for bars or looking for shady establishments and, uh, and then inquiring um, within those establishments. Um, okay. Just, you know, I'm just... Basically presenting myself as, hey, I'm looking for some information. Um, mm-hmm. That was awesome. Looking for roadie types. Uh, right. I've you got, got coin. Right. You, you, you slip in some I of the thieves' tongue mm-hmm. keywords here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Eventually, you find somebody who uh, kind of says a few things back to you with some words that you uh, realize that he must uh, um, he must be part of the underworld a little bit. Okay. And uh, he, he asks you to follow him outside. And he'll talk a little more in private. Sure. I follow okay. him. Uh, in the alley, he uh, he says that uh, 
give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm like, no. That's not um, in the in the alleyway, he says that uh, um, a good place to inquire. Does like, he have a repeating crossbow on him? By the way. <laughs> Uh, 0.5% chance. No. Did he train you? Okay. Yeah. Of the ah. yeah. He wants to be a vampire hunter, if that's a... And he's looking for apprentices. Yeah, I mean, I'll throw that in at the end of the conversation. All right. By the way, if you know where to get a repeating crossbow... I'm sorry, I'm only giving you ten. Missed a couple of things, and probably the second most important NPC. Hmm. Oh, you're going to write it down now. Right. Let me have it when you're done. Such a thankless job. There's nothing thankless about bonus experience. <laughs> well, I know, but like you figure, like I did all this work and I get ten experience. Ten experience. Ten experience. It's ten more than you got. Actually, it's thirty more than you got. <laughs> no, it's like by now I'm a full. And you're probably I'm, like, way behind. I'm over a hundred behind. Yeah, probably. Well, he, yeah. Missed, he missed a hundred just though missing that one session. Sure. The, the climax. And then session. so the other uh, two sessions—that's another. You know. Well, I think your career is a little bit shorter than ours, and you don't—if you don't get anything optional, like pretty much everybody else has gotten at least one optional thing. And poor Manny over here <laughs> changed careers. He, he basically like. He basically, like, dropped the first 500 experience he had and threw it out the window into a blender and said, <laughs> I'm never going to see you again. Well, well. Well, but, see, my character's transition is totally based on the fact that I can find this impossible weapon. And so it really doesn't matter if I have experience or don't have experience because it's more hinging on this impossible weapon. Well, you'll find one eventually. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I someone can... If they don't have it in Altdorf, there's somebody there who knows how to build one. I could commission it, is what yeah. you're saying. Uh, that's, you know, there's, it's, it's not an unattainable item. All things are possible with the amount of money that you have. <laughs> Alright, so I'm out here in the okay. alleyway with the Yeah, guy. so he says that, uh, interestingly enough, uh, the, a, the best place to ask is at this tavern that is across the street from the Watch's Barracks. It's called the Crossed Pikes. The Crossed Pikes. And uh, he says that place is, uh, is uh, oddly enough, he said you'd never expect it, but uh, the Thieves Guild tends to operate out of there. Interesting. So where would that be uh, relatively? I'll mark it. I'll mark it on the map for you. It's got to be after that, because the festival started on the day of the spring equinox. And do I get the sense this guy's being uh, real with me? I mean, that's pretty weird. Now this is the day after that. The Thieves Guild or, like, their main meeting place would be so close to the guards. This was the excellent perception day after it. Um, Wait, this was the equinox? No, this was the equinox. This is not something excellent okay. vision. No, this is no. <laughs> uh, this I failed by like oh, okay. uh, That's more right, that makes uh, sense. four degrees. All right, so you, you so can't really tell. Okay. No, nothing, nothing is obvious after, about why he would be lying to so, you. Yeah, so Marte, um, yeah, it's the second of so you guys. Fluke site. Okay. 
Um, okay, so I marked CP for cross pikes on the map. That's this place. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, so how would I go about setting up a meeting? Would I just go in there and try to figure it out? Or? Um, he says, uh, look for someone. Look, he said he, he suggests you talk to the barkeep. Okay. I, uh, I say, are you thirsty or hungry? Uh, he says, yeah. So he's, uh, he looks like he's expecting something. All right, I say, uh, whatever you want, man. Let's uh, go into the tavern and, you know, whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says, uh, yeah, <laughs> if he's expecting that, Zed doesn't roll that way. Really? Your comments in previous sessions would indicate that. <laughs> I've never indicated that Zed was It's It's Triax or nothing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What was it? Uh, I think I think there's at least two or three NPCs now that you asked to blow you in the middle of the street. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not gay. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You think I'm insulting you when I have a shiny gold that says I'm not? (laughs) Uh, um, He just smiles and holds out his hand, palm up. Um, I'd rather buy him something, but if he's holding his palm out, I'll just, uh, I'll throw him, like, uh, 20 shillings. Holy oh, shit! shit! So that's a gold crown? Wait, or, okay, five shillings. <laughs> Alright, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's a bit more realistic. <laughs> I thought it was was Just just for the record, 12 shillings is enough to get a really high class hooker. So. Oh, I would say upper, the upper end of medium. I was the best hooker. Well, I threw him five shillings. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best best, uh, prostitute that Brutus had ever had. There you go. That's 12 shillings. I throw him five shillings and see... He gets a big smile when you give him five shillings and he... uh, Gives you a pat on the back and a wink and heads back to the tower. <laughs> and a wink. Yeah. All right. Not that kind of wink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I say I thank him for his time and the information, and uh, I go look for these guys because I kind of want you know to roll in with the bull. Right. Okay. Well, you know that they are that they are at the adult ring at the park. So okay. So I head back there. And All right. They're there. I say, well, I was able to find out that... uh, It's about three in the afternoon. We need to go to this place called the the CP. What was it? The Cross Pikes. Cross Pikes. Uh, That's apparently where where things happen. So... uh, yeah, that's like a tavern. I've yep. just been reading this entire time. I'm actually not watching this shit. I'm just like, yeah. I have my head All right, uh, I'm keeping, I'm keeping track. You're, you're doing good. If you, uh, you're, you're getting close. Uh, I also apologize to you guys for going catatonic during the, you know, <laughs> during yeah, the whole dog fight. That, what happened to Brutus? Maybe you could give him like some sort of pinch or something. He hasn't said anything in a while. Brutus seems to have wandered off. <laughs> no doubt looking for that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's... Oh, yeah, he's looking for that hooker again. Yeah. Uh, she didn't seem to take too well to him, though, <laughs> as I recall. Yeah, he might be looking for a while. <laughs> so, do you guys want to go? Um, there's a couple of things I want to do before we go. So, uh, just so you guys know, when we talk to the Thieves Guild, it's probably going to be expensive. And I'm expecting everybody to contribute equally. Just saying. It's okay. 
fun. Okay. I've already paying a bunch of tags. I've already contributed five shillings to this. I'm dude, money means nothing to me. <laughs> money is just free and it's out there and I can just get it and Okay. Know. Uh, duly noted. <laughs> you know, you know, there's no way in hell you're you're affording a repeating crossbow, no matter what you do. That? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's why I'm like constantly asking: Are they wearing a repeating crossbow? <laughs> if they are. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're dead. <laughs> if it gets us closer to the diamond summoner, I'll pay whatever. So what time of day is it? Uh, it's about three, about three o'clock. About three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, have we seen any servants or anything come in or out of this mansion in the time we've been watching it? No. Of course, they, they, probably would, they probably wouldn't leave until the evening anyway. Statistics. What's better, though? Battle Axe of the Warhammer. Everyone's better. I'm going to Right now? Yep. Maybe. What is behind this place? Oh. Shit. Sorry, what battle action? What? Come on, you're a Warhammer. You're a, you're a follower of Sigmar. How can you not buy the Warhammer? Yeah. <laughs> does the battle action have impact? I'm in Belgium. It doesn't. It has, like, does it have two crit? Does it have two crit values list, Two crit types listed? Your uncle just died? Slash and crush? It does have two oh, crit types listed. Does the Warhammer have two crit types? No, it's just crush. crush. You know what? The second you, crit you, type you, is really good, but impact is also really good. But impact. Do you, you know what two crit types do, uh, Jeff? No. Okay, so the first one is the primary. The second, if it has a second one, then it has. Then that's the secondary critical type. What the way it works is when you roll crits with a weapon that has two, is you roll your d100 and a d6 all at the same time, and if you if and then the d6 is multiplied by ten. If that is higher than the primary one. Which is just the D100, then you get that second critical instead. So you can get oh, higher nice. values. So it's kind of really nice. Good. Well, oh, yeah. Wow, it cuts out on a lot, most. It makes it really hard to roll a crappy critical, which is obviously key, and it's, yeah. it combos well with Strike the Injury. Firing makes the impact not as good, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, it means that it doesn't have impact. It has impact the first time you hit with it, and then you can make a strength test to have it have impact for one more round. Yeah, I was about that. Yeah, I think it does. Does it do more damage? No. I would just call it the same, but I think fire end is better. You need more variants. Yeah. I think. Followers of Sigmar use the battle axe. Yeah, no. Sure. No, no, there's nothing wrong with it. That's... Um, I want to work out where that build... That's another thing I want to do. I want to work out what building is above that spot underneath the ceiling. You guys uh, do you want to head back onto that... Back to the manhole that you came up. And I marked it with an X on the map where you came up on the manhole. I have supernumerate, so this should be something that I can do fairly easily. I don't see how that's going to help you. I think orientation or navigation or something would be the skills that would help you there. Well, I know exactly how far it is to the turnoff and exactly how far it is down the alleyway. Hmm. I, I don't think supernumerate really helps you like estimate distances. It's more like counting and doing mathematical things. And what is the mathematical thing? I'll give you a plus ten. Okay. Plus ten to what? Uh, it's orientation, the test. Let me look at the... I want to figure out what building... I should at least be able to get pretty close. Oh, you'll definitely get close, even if you fail. 
All right. Um, what is? Do you guys all want to? <coughs> what is it? See, somebody should watch the house. Brutus. Mm. Brutus is not very reliable. In his current <laughs> well, <experience. laughs> obviously, I'm going to the CP because, you know, I'm important and people like me. I'm not going to do anything there. I just want to figure out what is there. Oh, right. It's okay. So somebody well, should watch the house while I do that. I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. No. Just you're gonna right. go, are you going to go alone? Right. I'll watch the house. I don't think you want to go there anymore. Well, I mean, what are you, so what are you doing? I'm. So we found this spot in the sewers, and... We're trying to figure out what building is directly above it. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, you don't want backup? Like, are you going into the sewers? No, I'm not going into the sewers. No. Just going to remember, like, where you traced your path in the sewers and where well, that... shouldn't be that hard to figure out. I can help you with that. Trix has navigation and orientation. All right, Trix. Yeah. Come along. Help me with it. Uh, it shouldn't be that hard to figure out. I mean, the, the main sewer... Do you guys want me to hang out? Runs pretty much underneath, directly underneath the main road, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just need to go down the main road until I'm about where the turnoff was, mm-hmm. and then what's on the right because it wasn't very far up that I, side. I understand. Way. I don't. I'm not saying it's going to be a hard test. Okay. Well, what should I roll? Or what should uh, Triax roll? All right. Well, you can. Uh, you want to aid him? I don't know. You guys can roll separately. It's fine. You guys will just argue about it if uh, <laughs> if you want. If one gets high, so, so uh, you can have plus ten. You can roll plus ten just for. Super I roll a thirteen. So. Supernumerate is a related talent to navigation. Oh well, there you go. Well, why don't you roll? Well, you got well how many degrees of success did you get? What is navigation related? Is it even a basic skill? No, it's no, no, it's, it's an advanced, advanced skill. skill. Um, so you can use <coughs> perception. So I, I it would. It would, yeah, I guess uh, I, I would just say make an intelligence test um, if you don't have it, and I would and I would give you a, a penalty. Although overall, I'll give you a, I would give you a bonus. So for you, it's probably about no modifier. All right, if it's no modifier, I made it with one degree of success. Right. Okay. Is a related talent plus twenty? A related t- relate. So if you're using something you have, this is an advanced one, right? So that you don't get any. You know, you get yeah, plus twenty if you have it, but that's only yeah, for basic. It's navigation that's advanced. Right. So there's no bonus. Now you get plus ten for each related talent or skill. Okay. So what do you have that's related? Orientation. And nothing else. No. Okay. There's only two related. So you have plus twenty just because this isn't that hard. So overall, okay. you're gonna have plus thirty. Oh, man. I make it with three degrees. Three degrees is success. Whoa! Nice. Okay. Um, I can tell so you you're exactly what building is over that. So I'm like, I think it's... One, two, I think it's... Is it that building? All right. <laughs> and you're like, actually, just like it's behind that He's like, keep playing. I will... For that, I will actually mark it on the map. So, is that the building where the thieves were, or is that the building where the... He was trying to find the building above that sort of temple that you yes. guys had found. Oh, okay. The building, that building. So the thieves, we also, I'd also like to know the building above where the thieves were. Well, they were, the doors were very near I each know other. I know they were. But yeah. So I marked where you believe that is on the map. Exactly. With an X. Notice it's very near the crossed pikes. Oh, okay. Oh, it is. So the crossed pikes is possibly the building above where the thieves were. That would make sense. 
In fact, is it? If is we it like, this X down here? On if the we screen? like, no, that's the manhole that you came out of. Oh, you see where it says? CP? <laughs> you see where it says CP? Say that yeah. again. I just marked an X next to it, and that's where that's near it, and that's where you believe would that's be right like above it. Really close. That's the like manhole. Right so is it based like, on what we remember? It, 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 the cross that, would, that would make sense. Okay, from what you remember, yes. All right, well, that certainly simplifies things. Although, it's nowhere near Tugan's house. So what is that building? That building is the Steinhager offices. You know this because it has a mailed fist clenching grain above its main door. Um, All this talk of... All right, somebody figure out... Like somebody do some gossip tests, and uh, I'll do some. I'll ask. Can I like go into some like an inn or something? Oh, there's and, a tavern right there. Yeah. Oh, the cross pipes. <laughs> it's, it's just around the corner from the cross. All right, I'll go into the cross pipes, oh. and I just want to make some inquiries about like who the prominent members of the Stein. Hall I don't believe are. that these caves aren't in the pockets of the Stein. Hall well, there's some watchmen right there uh, who are eating at the cross. Who are eating at the cross pipes tavern? Would you like to ask them? Uh, sure. That's fine. Um, okay, so, so what did you want to ask about the Steinhager family? I say, um, I, I say, excuse me, sirs, I hope I'm not interrupting your lunch. Ah, uh, yes, can I help you with yeah. something? Yes, Blue. um... Fine hat you have there. Why, thank you. Uh, I just recently arrived in town. Yeah, and, the Steinhagers um, have a lot more money than we do. I was hoping to meet with one of the members of the Steinhager family, but I can't remember his name. Um... Hmm. Perhaps you could help me. What? What? Um, uh, who, who do you think I'm pro- probably thinking of? Uh, I says, well, I, I don't know the Steinhoggers very well. I mean, the. Uh, well, um, what, what, what is that name of the one that's on the Merchants Council? Um, oh, Franz. Franz, that's it. Why, thank you very much. Uh, yes, he, he has a he has a couple of brothers. I, I don't know their names, but uh, uh, but yes, Franz is uh, is well known. In town? Thank you, thank you very much. You've been very helpful. Okay. So there's our FS. And there is a deed. Does he hang out with the uh, good job, good job. the watchman no, at the stocks? What's that? Does he hang out with the watchman at the stocks? Hans. Oh, Hans and Franz. And Franz. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that when you mentioned the, the other week. It's like, you know, there aren't that many prototypical German names, and clearly Saturday Night Live grabbed two of them. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. So, have you guys pondered why the fuck would anyone want to kill that dwarf? Oh, sacrifice. Yeah, we, he think, was... he, we think he was sacrificed to raise the demon. Ah, the, and the demon is the dog thing? Yeah, or? yes. Okay. Like, Manny hasn't confirmed it, but we have a theory that the hole in his chest was caused by that curved dagger that we have. That has Probably him. ripping his heart out. Hmm. Ripping his still baking heart out and showing it to him. So why would... So then the question becomes... If we were sent down to the sewers to find a goblin, and somebody raised the demon to try to kill us... We no, think we think he raised the demon... Because he wanted to raise a demon, not to kill us specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what... Like, we don't know why. Because he's evil. Well, right, but just raising a demon if you don't know, like, what you're going to do with it. 
seems pretty pointless. Would you say that guy's Our current the... theory is that it was practice. That he wanted to raise this minor dog thing as practice to What's before he moved on to bigger better Oh, okay. Uh, how do you spell that guy's name? Franz who? Uh, Franz Steinhager. S-T-E-I-N-H-A-G-E-R. And that's why you H-A-G-E-R. The circle? There's a uh, no, no, it's it's a, a, a if you're interested. Incidentally, incidentally, beneficial for other purposes as well. I mean, dismantling the circle to prevent demon raising seems like whoever, a fairly normal thing to do, but... So you could have just gone with that. Like, biggest <laughs> <pet> <laughs> What's that? Which is creating NPC puns for, na- puns for NPC names. Oh. You know, in... in there, there is this, uh... There is a sort of odd sort of Reichspiel in this game where they take, you know, German words and kind of mangle them on purpose. Like, if you know German, I, I imagine it's kind of an annoying adventure to follow. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but that no. was like like Philippe Descartes. I mean, oh gosh, I never even thought of that. Come on, and I, I figured out why that guy's name. I never even thought of that. You know that that noble's name is so hard to pronounce. I figured out why it's so hard to pronounce. Which noble? Wilhelm von Saponatime. Oh yes, Wilhelm <laughs> once upon a time. Oh, God, <laughs> all right, I might have to. <laughs> well, at least now I. I I've actually changed Alexander's name to make him from Kislev, so that one uh, you don't, don't don't look too deeply for. <laughs> okay, well I wasn't. I mean, I, I'm not looking for these. That is really bad. <laughs> I've never noticed that. <laughs> what? Even just it doesn't saying it. it, it doesn't look like. Well, it. see, the thing is, it's it's like you would look at the word and you're like, how the hell do I pronounce this? And you try and sound it out, <laughs> and like you wouldn't notice it unless you listen to it being sounded. Found it out, and you're like, holy shit, that is awful. <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> Why couldn't they come up with something better than Once Upon a Time, though? I mean, there's so many things you could do with that. That's so lame. Man. All right, well. Ah. Bad campaign designers. Bad. Well, at least they aren't putting exclamation points over NPCs' heads. Ah. <laughs> Uh, alright, anyway. Um. So, what do you think, what do you think is our next move here? Going to buy battle. Okay. <laughs> alright, what's, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, commonness of, uh, a battle axe? Scarce. Scarce. <laughs> yep. Alright. Well, you're in a pretty big town. Yeah, there's a 55% chance. I'll let you roll it. Oh, is uh, is this the last still the last day of the fair? This is the last day of the fair. Alright. I want to go give those bones back to yeah. Dr. Malthusius. He said, at one point he mentioned that... Yeah, he we, said we alive could, or dead. Right. Yeah. He, he wanted the body. It's the there. If it was dead. Yep. It's there. Alright. It is. It's for, for sale at the at the usual price. I have... I have no money. I have said to dicker down the price for me. Are you? Are you, you there? Or did you? Uh, oh, I sure, I, I can, I'm there. Okay. Uh, so you ask me. You have haggle, don't you? No. Oh, uh, I asked Manny. He has. Sure. He has okay. a val- he has a value eight, which gives him a plus ten, but it's not as good as having haggle. I'm yeah. the guy who actually has haggle. Oh. I'll, I'll no, buy haggle soon. Okay. okay. I, I guess nobody's watching the house after all. 
Oh, this didn't, house this, is much less important this now didn't, than it did a couple This didn't take very long. Okay. It's not like... Yeah. You guys just kind of walked up and did this. It's like, nope, it's been 20, it's like, been 20 starts, minutes. <laughs> Tim just starts packing up his stuff. He's like, nope, nobody watched the house. It's been too long. Let's see. Any beneficial related thoughts? Do you have uh, uh, Evaluate or uh, um, something that would help no. you? No, so I get it, but no degrees. Okay, what's the asking price? Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, um, is, is there anything you, is there anything you want to say about why he should lower the price for you? Uh, you got some little RP here. Does, uh, yeah. Does I mean? Does it look like it's been used? Does it look like the handle is fully um, fully attached, or maybe? Uh, maybe uh, no, it looks super, it's, it's it's a very nice one. I mean, you notice he has three of them. Oh, maybe no one's buying. Like, I mean, this is. Are there other customers in the store right now? Um, not really. The fair has uh, kind of been pulling most people. Uh, clearly, he's not going to. Uh, clearly, you're not going to get a lot more customers now that the fair is over. So you should, you know, take up our offer while he's there. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll give you a plus ten on your, uh, on your, uh, title test. So you, so you, so that's what you got a degree of success. All right. Um. So fifteen is the asking price. Yep. Um, he'll sell you for 13. Sword! But the price uh, doesn't say sword! Like, he's all <laughs> excited about it. Ah, oh, she's like, Will he also take the longbow off her hands? And he's... Uh, let's see if he has range. longbows for sale. Uh, we have one. We're trying to sell Right, one. no, I just want to see if he's uh, something he's interested in. Actually, he's we have an axe to sell now. Is an axe worth anything? Just an axe? Yeah. You want to sell back, sell the axe and uh, the longbow? Yeah. yeah. What's well, the What does the longbow go for? I guess no one's ever going to want a, a longbow. I don't. I've got so. a crossbow. I don't. You need a specialist weapon to use a longbow. Longbow actually costs fifteen. So. Those are that's expensive. Yeah. Um, he offers you a, a crown for the axe and five for the longbow. I'll gladly sell him the axe for crown. Five, uh, for the, five for the long bow. Five for the long bow isn't bad evenly, so it does. Sure. Right. And you're using a short bow. You can have the rest of these arrows. So how are we doing? Floating. How are we okay. doing money stuff right. like that? Everybody adds a crown. Yeah. I'm trying evenly, not to keep it up right away. I'm trying yeah. not to keep any money in the party inventory. Yeah, we used to do that in your past campaign. My past campaign. Um, yeah, the the one. We, it's pretty common for me to do when I'm keeping a party inventory, but I haven't been doing it on this one because so, mainly because the characters are pretty loosely affiliated in this campaign, and so yeah, we all kind of hate each other. Well, <laughs> circumstances have kind of thrown us together, and I think we're learning to tolerate one another, but we're still not. Everybody's not exactly close friends. Alright, so... Well, you know what so you the, gotta the, do. The party inventory means clothes. that you haven't decided who it belongs to yet. Yes. Right. He's carrying it. Right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's carrying it, but it hasn't been assigned to a particular right, person right. yet. Did you guys ever shoot off for that crossbow? No, I just gave it to him. Oh. Currently, in the party inventory, there's a dirk and three pairs of iron manacles with keys. Oh, kind of interesting. 
Oh, and a large sack. How many arrows? Which contains the bones of the goblin. What? How many arrows do you have right now? Sixteen. I have a place for arrows on that character sheet if you. You see where it says ammunition? Oh, I see. The idea is you would write a sixteen next to it, and then as you start to actually use them up, you'd tick them off. Where? That's where? The way, that's the way it's supposed to work. Where is okay. that? Um. So it says starting ammunition, so that's how many arrows you currently have. Oh, and shit, then you, it's and then, tiny. And then you tick them off as you shoot each arrow. Okay. And then when, it, when that number equals that, then basically erase the whole thing. I don't even know if I have more arrows. I think we should eventually return the bones to Mount. Oh, you started with, I believe, I still kind of want to keep on the How many have you fired? Though? Brick, None. No, so I've never used just write ten down. And don't tick off anything. Well, the problem is Malthusius is probably leaving after today, since it's a traveling fair, and today's the last day of the fair. Well, maybe we should give Richter until the end of the day to do his investigation. I'm a little bit well, worried about Well, we can still go to, to the cross pikes, though. Like, I can totally see him arresting us when we show up tomorrow. For what? Anything. For messing around with city council business. For poking our nose at him where they don't belong, basically. Whatever, if that happens... I mean, he's working for the guys who are probably behind this. Well, he works for the city. Not yeah, everyone in the city is like behind this. No, but his immediate superiors are. Like, the guy who signs his orders, you know... Uh, well, can anyone on the council sign his orders? I or think so, yeah. Well, also, consider the fact that maybe he doesn't like... The way things are going. I'm not saying Maybe. he will. I'm yeah. just saying it wouldn't surprise me if he if that happens. But I guess I guess if he's about to leave, we should give him up the bones to remind him to never commit this travesty of having a goblin in his show <laughs> ever again. <laughs> All right, we go back. No, to we, we go back. that we goblin go. didn't kill everyone. Um, okay, he's actually he has a couple of crew members there, and they're actually taking down everything and packing it up. There you go. Uh, is he there? Uh, yeah, he's there. Uh, he says, uh, hello, people. It is good to see you again. I, I, I heard about the goblin. It was, uh, that's unfortunate. It was, uh, it was killed, I understand, by a, by a warehouse worker. That's bull crap. Um, well, Malthusius, uh, there seems to be some disagreements on that point. Um, uh, let's just say that we believe that there are people in this town that don't want the truth about the goblin to come out. This day. The truth first. about the goblin? Yes, you see, um, we believe the goblin, we found the goblin's corpse in the sewers beneath the city, not in a warehouse uh, on the other side of town. But someone within the town fabricated that story to keep people from looking, looking for the goblin in the sewers. Interesting. Anyway, it's kind of a long story, but the point is, um, we found the corpse, or rather the skeleton of the goblin, um, but uh, you shouldn't tell anybody that you have it until you're well away from here. Ah, well, I wasn't actually sure where to go. The rest of the festival is traveling off, but I'm actually not really a part of this festival. (laughs) Really? No, no, I was asked to come here. You were asked? By who? Really? Uh, yes, well, I received a letter. I, I travel on my own, generally. I don't always travel with this fair. But it did seem like a nice opportunity. Uh, a letter from who, if you don't mind my asking? Um, I don't rightly remember now, but, uh, he paid me well to come. Uh, let me, let me find it. He goes back to his case and starts to search for, uh, for a letter. 
I think that's a beautiful one. This is a handout. Yeah. Sweet. How bizarre. I mean, the goblin can't be the reason he was asked. Well, that was pretty random. It's a little from a, from a Mr. Tugan, it looks like. Did, are you missing anything else from your show other than the goblin? No, nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right, I, I start like... Uh, I, I say, all right, guys, these guys are rich. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a repeating crossbow? <laughs> right. That's the guy with the traveling circus have a repeating crossbow on him? Holy shit. Fun. Did, um, did you actually receive the reward promised within this letter? Uh, yes, I received it when I came. I don't believe it was Mr. Tugan who gave me the who gave me the uh, the money though. It was a uh, was a small man about oh yay high. He holds up his hand. It's about someone who would have been five six or five seven. Brown shoulder length hair. No, no, he uh, uh, no, he he wore kind of an odd hat and uh, not like that one, but. Uh, there's uh, nothing odd about my hat. Well, no, of course not, sir. <laughs> Your hat is very flattering. First of all, I'm not wearing that hat. Oh, you're because not? I'm only, I, that's my nice hat. Oh, I only okay. wear that when I have my best quality clothes on. I have another hat <laughs> that is just a normal, perfectly normal oh, okay. hat that I wear with my regular clothes. Um, okay, well, anyway, he just... Is it a pointy wizard's hat? No. Uh, anyway, he, he, he describes him as having kind of a round face, and he wears this floppy hat. And uh, he was, he was, uh, but he was dressed. He was dressed pretty well. Um, um, yeah. So, so you're probably the one reading the note. You can make an intelligence test when you read the note. I thought my intelligence instead of my fellowship. Uh, I fail. Let me, see, I let me see if you have any, uh, any... Can I see your character sheet? Let's see if you have anything related, because I'm not telling you exactly what this uh, test is. Uh, I failed by 12. Mm. I'll give you plus 10 for each academic knowledge that you have. Those are both related. Oh, okay. Because you've done a lot of studying. Then I make it in that case, because I failed by 12. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, you, you believe that the, that the signature is in a different handwriting than the rest of the, of the letter. Really? Well, yeah, I guess it is in a different font. <laughs> I tried to make it, uh, tried to make that work. <laughs> That's very interesting. Uh, all right, since we're here anyway, um, oh, I, does he give us any? Does he give us any reward for bringing the goblin's body back to him? Um, no. Why he, not? He sure? says, "He says I, I, I would have paid you if you had brought the goblin back, or even if you had a corpse, I could stuff, but I can't do much with the bones." Well, you could you assemble them. The pelvis is kind of interesting. You could assemble them. I mean, the skeleton is is complete. If you assembled it, it would be remark. I mean, it would be a remarkable skeleton. Uh, 
Make a charm test. <laughs> and a negative. Yeah. That's no penalty. I failed by one. Alright. He says, I, I, I really can't do too much with it. I don't think it would make a good exhibit. Um... Alright, well, um, we'll give them to you as a memento for this occasion, but please don't tell anyone you have them. Alright. Alright, I want to go back to that Magister guy. Can I read the letter? Director? Yeah, you can All read right. the letter. The letter just says that Tugan is offering him a ridiculous amount of money to come to the festival. I'm, oh, I'm coming with you. I'm talking well, it's only the price of one book of right? <laughs> <laughs> Until we get a book on the economic like, theory of free trade. I might as well. <laughs> no. Um... I'm just like, yeah, let's do... Uh, is the magister still there? Um, okay, so you, you arrive back, it's about four o'clock, and uh, he's actually not there. He's not. Damn. The, the fair is kind of closing down, and they're actually kind of taking up the tent and, and whatnot. Okay. City Hall? Whoa, what? Alright, on the count of three, we got them. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's not thousands of gold. Dude, it might as well be. It's... It's a lot of gold. <laughs> Is it repeating crossbow type gold? Easily. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm down. I'm down. Oh, uh, no, I don't mind. It's in the fridge. Plus, he has abominations in his army or in his uh, show. He's a he's a nice enough guy. That is a ridiculous amount of gold, though. Well, let's oh, no. just hope. Why? Why would he pay him that much gold? <laughs> that is very. That is a very good question. For for a rich man, that's not that much gold. Maybe maybe uh, maybe whatever like you reason the goblin. I guess you could buy a horse with that. Maybe the person you can buy like a full set of armor with. Well, not quite. Gold. You could almost buy a full set of armor with that. You could certainly buy a full set of scale armor. For that. Yes, you could buy a scale armor, sure. But I mean, a full set of plate. Costs the fact that the Tugan's signature is not in the original handwriting; it's a note suggests. That Tugan might not be a voluntary member of this conspiracy. It does seem too obvious to wear the wear the house signet while you're freeing the dwarf. It's possible Tugan is being blackmailed or intimidated into supporting this conspiracy. Hmm. Might be right. I think the fee scale would be pretty useful to us if we can about that. Well, I thought so too until I discovered that they're right next door to the chaos yeah. cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And he's sure that nothing's missing from his carnival on the garden. Yeah. Well, and what was the goblin's behavior? It was like, didn't it just sort of break away and, like, start, like, it bit someone? It would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if the goblin was drawn to that spot in the sewers. They shared... That spot was a... is, is a very powerful focus for chaotic energies. And... The goblin was also had been affected by these same sorts of energies. It would not surprise me if the goblin was drawn to that spot. But what flayed him? What took all his flesh off? What? The why? demon. Oh, when the he arrived the demon. In, when he arrived in the room, the demon ate him. So is that how you control a dog demon from the netherworld? You feed it a three-legged goblin. 
I don't know. That is beyond my knowledge. No, he just saved your life by answering that. <laughs> Everyone laughs. Oh, that's funny. Well, I feel like we should try and find out more about these... Um, Steinhardters, but I don't know. I almost feel like we have enough information to risk just breaking into their offices. Do you guys not their want to offices talk to or their house anymore? What? Their offices or their house? Their offices. I don't know how much information they keep in the office. Well, there's got to be. There's probably a connection with the chamber to the chamber below. So what would you be asking of Richter? Richter who? The magistrate. The magistrate. You said you were going to go visit him. Oh, I wanted to ask him to show us the copy of the order that he showed us this morning to see if the handwriting on the signature was different from the rest of the order. Ah. Uh, I didn't happen to notice that when I saw it the first time. Well, you time. saw it the first time. Uh, you, can, you can make an intelligence test. I succeed. Oh, yeah, you do. Um, it looked like the or- on the order it was the same. In fact, the handwriting at the top of this letter looks different from any of the handwriting on uh, on the order that you saw. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean very much then. It could just be his secretary that wrote the letter. Hmm. Um, if it's in a different font on a handout, it means something. <laughs> I like you said that in character. <laughs> little that totally I want to go back to the. Uh, I want to go back to the journey's end, um, and ask some of the merchants there what they if they've done business with the Stein Steinhoggers mm-hmm. and. Like what they know about them, what they what the Steinhagers tend to buy and sell, and who the other members of the family are. Right. If it's not green, then their emblem is totally retarded. That's too much. Salsa is annoying. Oh, you know what? I gave you, I'm just looking through the book. I gave you guys the wrong symbol for the for the Steinhager. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, it is not. It is not. Uh, the uh, the grain held in a mailed fist is actually. <laughs> if it's a ram's head, like I'm actually going to be kind of upset with you. <laughs> it's not. No, no. It's a it's a barrel with a with a very fancy S written on it. Oh, okay. How can you make an S fancy? Look at the Slytherin symbol from Harry Potter. That's what it looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that was a different family with the, who specializes in grain. So they have apparently specialize in barrels. Well, with S's on them. 
could be like wine or beer. Yeah, or it's probably wine or beer. It could be anything. They own all the warehouses. Okay, so you uh, you want to inquire about the Steinhoggers at the at the journeys and um, so the uh, there's far less merchants there than there than there have been, but there's still a couple of merchants. Um, one of them tells you that the that what he knows about the Steinhoggers is that uh, they're a well-known family in this city that they do a lot of trading. They own a lot of the warehouses um, and that their main business is that they trade with, uh, they have a lot of um, mining contact contacts with, with dwarven mines and human mines in the mountains and what, and uh, Bogenhofen is the last city on the river Bogen that where the, a large boat can navigate up. So it's kind of the end point for uh, for river for river cargo boats. So what their their business is, they take things that come out of mines from all of the surrounding areas, and they warehouse them and and ship them off. And that's that's their business. So they deal in uh, you know ores and uh, just anything you can dig out of mountains, the precious metals, gems, copper, like copper. <laughs> <laughs> um. Are they involved in any of the guilds in Bogenhofen besides the Merchants Guild? Not that, not that these people know of. No, they don't really have a lot of information. So you know, there's. Does he know the names of the guys' brothers? No. In fact, he doesn't even know the name Franz. Okay. What? Uh, if you're. He suggests if you're looking to do research that, uh, and this is just sort of a common thing that many many of you might know from the Warhammer world, but there's a library in most towns, and it's um, part of the Temple of Verena. Verena is the goddess of knowledge and justice. Oh, I did not know that. Um, and so if you're looking for just sort of general information from a library, those are usually part of the Temple of Verena in any town. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I head over there. Okay. Um, we need a gossip, Meister. I want to gossip that guy with the children with light brown hair, light brown hair, and see if anyone knows who he is and if he actually works for Tugan. I actually do have gossip. Who is the gossip master? But we can try. Uh, I, I, I want to go to the library too. So. All right. Uh, every human, I think, comes with gossip. Yeah. So yeah. I have it as well. Okay. Okay, so you guys are going to start asking around? You guys ask around, I'll go to the library. Well, I'm not the right guy to be doing that. Alright, and you can come to the library with me. Right. Or you can come with me and, you know, kind of tell I me. I would what probably it. hurt your gossip catches. <laughs> Least attractive guy on earth. <laughs> That's why Actually, second to second the least attractive guy on earth, but still the first guy on earth. What did you roll? Wow. Three? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, okay. So you're okay. You head over there, and I'll help you with that. But I'm gonna do it half-heartedly. Are you still like reading your pamphlets as you walk? Yeah, like, and, and, and uh, like I'm that. looking for this guy <laughs> with light brown. Maybe it's black. Oh, whoa! You can clamp the vessel here. Cool. <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? All right. Um, yeah. So, so who's who's gossiping about this? Who's asking around? About I'll it? I'll ask around. One. I'll sort of fade in. Is that possible? Uh, you could just ask on your own. Uh, right. You're doing it half-heartedly, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll roll for you guys. What's the? Uh, it's, uh, a, it's a. You're gonna need a pretty good roll since. Fellowship. Uh, my fellowship score is 29, here. but I have 
I actually have the skills, so... So it's plus 20. Yeah. So just same here. No, 29, 20. Um, one's close. It's, one of them says, well, if he's got the rose on his shirt, uh, I would check down the battle ring. Right, and we already know about that. That's all the information that you get. That sucks. I killed that guy. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> his, his blood pours over all the other people you've been gossiping with. As the watch descends upon you. <laughs> all right, you can roll the new character. I, I killed the watch. Oh, they're all <laughs> Okay, next. Uh, you're at the uh, the Temple of Arana. Uh did, Can I just go to the library? Uh, yeah, there's there's an initiate there who kind of asks you to make a donation. There's a bucket. All right, I drop a shovel in the bucket. All right. Do you have your library card? I got my card. Are right you wearing here. your Are you wearing <laughs> your nice clothing? Uh, no. All right, the initiate follows you around as you. Uh, Good. I ask him. Um, I say, um, is there a section on um, the local merchant families in this library? Uh, yes, the uh, priests of Verona keep a keep a, um, a history of the town. It's updated uh, every year. Excellent. Can you lead me to the section on the Steinhagers? Uh, sure. They show you some books. It has. It's sort of history of the town, and it mentions many of the guilds, including the Steinhagers. Um, he leaves you to it as you once you see, seem to kind of know what you're doing, but he keeps enough kind of general eye on you. While um, I was leading me there, I like say, um, do you happen to know the names of the current generation of the Steinhagger family? Uh, says, well, Franz is the uh, the leader of that uh, family. Um, I believe he has a brother named Heinrich. Younger brother? Yes. No sisters? Not that I know of. Very well. Uh, I'm, I, I start researching, doing a little bit of research on the side harders. Okay. Um, it's kind of hard to do specific research on the Steinhoggers. You pretty much just, it's just like a history of, uh, you know, just events that, that happen and, uh, um, you know, but as you, you're kind of specifically kind of looking for that word as you flip through, you Does know. Does it explain what their symbol means? Uh, doesn't really go into it. It does note all the symbols of the different families in there. Um, they seem to be a sort of a, a generally, the impression that you get as you read through the histories of the town is that they've been around for a while. They've been, uh, kind of slowly gaining momentum and becoming a more powerful family over the years. Um, about, um, let's see, uh, See, they they occasionally have uh, um, feuded with the uh, Runebroder family. It's, uh, the Runebroder, okay. Um, it's in that, that's mentioned a couple of times. Um, Anything recent on that? Nothing, nothing real specific. Just says that they're that they've uh, traditional enemies. Yeah, exactly. Um, the enemy of my enemy. Like we were talking. <laughs> um, the. Uh, um, let's see. And it seems like, it seems that as the town has prospered in the last few years, that the uh, Steinhoggers have definitely prospered along with the rest of them. Though the Runebroders have not prospered quite as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Is there anything else you want to... Yeah, I want to look up a little bit more about the Runebroders. 
Um, so the rune broders deal in grain. They're the the symbol that I originally thought it thought was the other one. Um, they deal in grain and farm produce. Um, they're not really a river trading family, and as trade has seemed to focus on the river in the last you know number of years, they've kind of declined as uh, other families have kind of infringed on their on their products and goods that they specialize in and contacts and whatnot. Um, the other, there's, there's, um, four mate, what, what, what the, what the history of the town refers to four major families. The other ones are the Tugans and the Hagans. Um, and the Tugans are, are kind of considered the nobles of the town, although there really are no nobles in this town. It's not by birth. It's just, they're just merchant families that run the town. But the Tugans are kind of, referred to as you read it and sort of with a sort of an air of nobility. Um, uh, do you want any more information on the Hagans or the Tugans? One second. That car alarm sounds like my car. Um all the car alarms, they all sound the same. <laughs> no, the only other thing I would like to look for is like uh, I just want to find out anything anything recent. You know what's gone on in the last ten years, basically, mm-hmm. about about any those of, families. Any of the families, yeah. Okay. Um, well, the the Tugans are kind of the most interesting, and it's written a couple of places about them. Um, so, Carl uh, Tugan is Johannes's older brother, and he had ran the family for a long time, farther back than this book that you're reading carries. Uh, and he died two years ago, and Johannes took over for him. Um, it says that he died of a disease, no. but he was—he was a pretty—he was a relatively old man. Well, I think. All right, I think. It's and at that point, Johannes took over, and the fortunes of the Tugans and others, and the whole town really started to prosper a bit more. Carl was probably running into the ground or something. Hmm. Interesting. Uh. Well, I think, I don't know, I think it's worth talking to these Moonbroder people. What do you think? I, I think we should get proof. I mean... Well, I'm hoping he'll be able to tell us a little bit more about his arch enemies. He certainly probably have a good idea about what's going on in the town. The only problem is going to be convincing him to see us, but... That shouldn't be that hard. I guess the I guess the chances of the word getting back to the the Steinhoggers are pretty minimal. I guess it couldn't hurt. Yeah. All right. Um, so I go back to the boat and change back in my nice clothes. Gosh, you change your clothes a lot in this campaign. <laughs> you can just have them. Yeah, like clothes aren't very heavy. Just right. have them in your satchel. <laughs> Slip into a phone booth. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Find a find a privy and change your clothes. All right, and you go to. Uh, I want to head over. To, are they the, are they the other? Are they one of the houses on this the, street? Do you look for the offices or their personal residence? I guess the offices. Sure. Let's yeah. start there. It's still in the kind of daytime, I guess. Oh, uh, what's the name? What's the guy's name? The the head of the family. Ah, uh, Rugo. Rugo Rudin. Yeah, I I changed it to Rugo because 
it's Hieronius according to this. And it's like, that's the name of the other guy. I'm not using that. Okay. Yeah, I, I head over there to his office. Okay. Um, people, it's, it's still open. People go in and out occasionally. You know, there's a, a servant uh, on the inside when you approach, approach All right. the offices. Um, I say, uh, hello. Yes. Um, I was wondering if it would be possible to um, uh, arrange a meeting with Rugo. I uh, have, do you have some business with him? Um, I have, um, yes, I have some information. Uh, I've recently uh, uncovered some information about the um, Steinhoggers, which I think... Yes. Did you park at a... Uh... I, I thought I parked over, but apparently I parked in one of the last assigned slots. Right before the, you know, the back section. I didn't see the numbers. So oh, okay. Yeah, so somebody was pissed. Oh. So I just moved my cover. Ah, well. Lovely. Um, so the person says, well, uh, Rugo uh, is quite busy. Uh, you could perhaps just write your inquiry and I will pass it along. He hands you, he kind of shuffles around and produces a, some pen and paper. Um, hmm. um, what do I You guys could do something else while he's visiting the Rune Brothers. I'm just waiting for the Craftsman's meeting. If that's going to happen, if that's not going to happen now, then you know. Do you want to? Do you want to bring everyone along for that? No, I'll I'll go with them. Well, yeah, because I actually need someone there who you know can help me ask questions. I do want to stake out the Tugan house for like a whole day, though, just to see if that dude comes out of it. It's worth doing. Yep. Whatever uh, you get. Well, uh, when you're finished with the, so you, you, write, you, you write a note and leave yes. it. Yeah, you can figure out exactly what it is. I write. I write a note and I give it to him. Um, okay, you can just come up with. He, he's not going to get the note immediately anyway, so okay. you can just come up with it and he'll have it by the morning. Okay. Rugo, I'm going to wreck. The Steinhoggers, with your help, sign a friend <laughs> with no hair. <laughs> your, bald, your bald friend, your bald Nigel. It's, um, I don't know, because it's about five o'clock now. Mm. So where, where are you I'm heading? I'm going to stay at the tavern and grab some dinner, I guess. Okay. At which tavern? Um, the one we were asking around for the, the server. Oh, well, you're just sort of in the middle of town. Uh, were you at the, did you want to ask? Yeah, I go to the nearest food, food place and sit down for a while. 
Uh, sure. But uh, I offered to stick up and watch after that. If you guys uh, need more manpower. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no timeline on us going to the cross pipes. I mean, it, we can just go there whenever we want. So if we want to stake out this place, let's do it. It's possible that he, that whoever actually paid Malthusius wanted the three-legged goblin. But it's also possible they want something else and they're going to get it on their way out of town. Well, right. Rituals are specific sometimes, I'm, so... I think Trix is going to go and keep an eye on the, the freak show while they're packing up. You're going to head back? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they've pretty much finished packing up by the time you get there. All right. And they they have a cart. And, uh, um, I think where they're going next. And actually, I, I guess it would well, take a couple of carts. So they, they have two carts, of course. All right. He'll just kind of hang around. Okay. Um, after about half an hour of finishing their preparations. Um, I guess it's actually evening time. They're not going to push off, so they're going to go wait there kind of with everything packed up and they'll leave in the morning. Um, The the the, uh, the fair is like everybody's kind of doing similar things. All the tents have come down by now. Um, uh, a lot of them, you know, they've hitched their horses back up. Well, they haven't hitched the horses, but they've gathered the horses up and mm-hmm. sort of getting there, getting ready, getting ready to push off. I'll so just go back to the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, weren't, weren't you guys heading to the? Pikes or the yeah, ring or guys, something? Yeah, uh, like, I've, I've uh, oh. I know, like, where the place is. I haven't I specifically just arranged anything, but... Well, that was one, I mean, that was one thing that we could have done. I don't know, I'm not sure that I'm comfortable doing it now, though. Like, since then, we've learned... Do you want to stake out the the place for, like, a day? The Tugans? Yeah, and then if nothing comes of that, then we'll... Well, I want to write, yeah, I mean, I want to write this guy a note, and... I want to keep an eye on. There's a couple of places that it's probably worth watching. The Tugan family house, the Stein, uh, the Steinhager offices uh, are both probably worth watching. And I want to see if uh, Ruinberger gets back to me. All right. Well, if we need to split up manpower, you know, just tell me which one you want, and then. I'll watch that one. Although, what's our plan if we see if we see the guy? Like, do I come to you, or do I follow him, or what? Do I stop him? Like, probably. Well, at this point, it's the key information is where the guy came from. But if you just like see him on the street, definitely follow him. Okay. But what if he goes into the building? I can't follow him there. But that will be crucial information. 
Okay. If he goes into the Steinhauer offices, for instance. Well, I'm figuring any watch should have at least two people, so that one person can go tell the other people, like, what's going on, and the other person can actually stay there and continue to watch. So if we're if we're looking at the Steinhauer warehouse and uh, and the other joint, um, then we should just split up two man teams. That's a much longer note than I'm gonna wreck the Steinhaugers with your help, your bulk and Nigel. You don't want to just tell me what the note says. It's all in loot speak. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to write it out because I already changed several things that I wrote originally. That's... Okay. Alright, that's what I write. <laughs> Our recent oh, foray. Our recent foray into the sewers uncovered evidence that Senior members of the Merchant's Guild have been involved in some dangerous, illicit activities. A quiet investigation has linked these activities with the Steinhager family. I would like to arrange a meeting to discuss our findings, as well as certain other matters of mutual interest. A message left with Captain Alexander at the vessel the Lady Nikita will reach me. Wow! You're bald, servant. (laughs) (laughs) um, That's impressive, like... I give you experience for all this. <laughs> <laughs> style points! Alright, I'm giving myself style points. <laughs> alright. Well deserved. Alright. Um, alright, the servant, yeah, passes the note along. Um, okay, so you guys basically are finished there and it's about 5 o'clock. Uh. Okay, yeah, we're splitting up to, to stake out the two places. Yeah, why not? At night. It's about five not o'clock. It gets, it gets dark around one thirty. Everybody does not, their not all night, shit but till like night. ten at night anyway. All right, uh, and then we'll meet back up at the Lady Nikita afterwards to discuss anything that we see. Okay, but yeah, and ultimately we know where each party is, right? Okay. Okay. Um, so who's at the Steinhager offices? How do we, yeah, how do we want to split this up? Um, I'll watch the, the Tugan house. Okay. Uh, alright, um, why don't you and Manny want the two games? Because Manny's half-assing it, and I want someone real. But you're the only one with night vision. And shadowing. Alright. You have shadowing, really? I do. Oh. I just happen to be the worst guy ever. <laughs> yeah, you're I'm like... <laughs> Plus twenty to twelve still ain't that hot. Shadow <laughs> <laughs> is an advanced skill, so no one oh, can even try it. Ah. Uh, Zed and I will watch the uh, the Steinhager offices. Okay. Um, after after about half an hour of watching the Steinhager offices, there's activity, and um, a kind of well dressed older man uh, and. A uh, couple of other well-dressed people and, and a few guards and servants all sort of exit at about the same time. And they all have repeating crossbows? No. Oh. And um, <laughs> they start to head out. There's a couple of guards that are with them. Sort of a group of about seven of them. Alright, none of them, do any of them match a description of the uh, mysterious... Of the servant with yeah. the rose on his... No. 
<laughs> the, the rose on his... No. no. Uh, <laughs> Alright. I don't... Well, we probably don't need to follow that, and that's probably Steinhardt going home. I agree. Okay. They head off. Um, Alright, you guys at the uh, Adel Ring eventually see the same group go into a completely different house down the way. Wait. Um, a different house? Yeah, the Steinhardt yeah, the house. Stein- They're thinking out the Tugan house. Oh, okay. Um... About half an hour after that, um, uh, some servants start to leave or the Tugan house. They have the um, the rose on their shirt. Um, they don't match the description of the guy. Mm. A little bit after that, um, another gentleman leaves the uh, establishment, and he does match the description of the guy. Out of the Tugan house. Out of the Tugan house. So he's a Tugan guy. I shadow him. <laughs> okay. He's uh, walking on his own. Uh, how far behind do you want to follow? Do you want to be sure you're not seen, or do you want yes, to... Want to be sure or do you want... Seen. But he might lose you if you're that far back. Uh, whatever. Just pretend to be drunk and randomly follow him. <laughs> what can he do? Call the watch. There's a drunk guy following me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's like, like they have cell phones. You. The watch is going to be like, it's your imagination. No, it's going to be cryx in the stocks in the morning. <laughs> and then sacrificed, and everyone wins. You know? it's, like... <laughs> well, it's up to you. Uh, no, doesn't want to lose them. So. So Alright, uh, sure. Make a uh, shadowing roll. All. It's a, against his perception. Come on, try <laughs> All right. Oh, only six degrees of... Five degrees of failure. <laughs> five degrees of failure. Oh. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> actually <laughs> making... Per- sound, you're like, shh, shh, I'm, I'm so quiet right I, now. I mean, I you're like the... You're like the you like the, doing the Peter Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy rolled absolutely terribly. Uh, you might actually win. See, I mean, I rolled a 97. Just I don't know. I'll give him a perception of 35. So that's what... Six degrees. Six, Six degrees of failure. What'd you get? Five degrees. Five degrees, sorry. You stealthily follow him. Many people see on the street seem to notice you're following him, but he doesn't. So like, why is that girl following that guy? And, and, and you just like those cartoon episodes, you know? <laughs> Guys like walking through the street. This dwarf is like walking after him, like totally intense on it. It's like right behind him. The guy turns around, and you just turn around. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> everyone's just like drinking from my huge water skin. <laughs> it's a keg. Oh my keg! <laughs> I gotta remember that one. Drinking from my huge water skin. I'm gonna use that as a uh, line. All right, so uh, you follow him. He. Uh, he uh he heads. Can I follow him? Sure, he's easy to follow. <laughs> I'll follow him. All right. Uh, he heads um. He heads towards the dock area and he um, enters a tavern. Lame. 
wanting to find out where they lived. Which tavern? Not one that you've seen before. Would you like its name? I will give you its name. It's too late. Yeah, it's like nobody responded, and the GM's like, fuck you. You're taking this. Um, it's called The Trip to Araby. It has various Arabian symbols on the outside. Hmm. Alright, Triax waits for Manny to catch up. He's right behind you. Alright, he says, go around and get the other guys. Tell him that he's here. Alright, I'll head over to the Stein Stakeout spot. Okay, there they are. Uh, so we found the guy, the servant, that looks like um, the one we have a description of uh, with the girls. And Trask has his small man to follow him to the tavern. And he wants you guys to come and Perfect. 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 All right. Excellent. Um, to the tavern. We head to the tavern. All right. Uh, he's sitting at the bar. He seems to know the bartender, and they're, they're talking. Is he gambling? No. Just is anyone gambling? Um, it doesn't seem like a lot of gambling happens at this time. Is anyone gambling? It's not particularly full. Alright. Alright, Triax. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pretend to be Goonie's long-lost brother or uncle or something. And, um... (laughs) You, you, you're going to mention that you met him at the stock or at the at the at the festival or something, and tell the guy that uh, you went back there the next day and he was gone and you heard that he had bailed him out, and see if you can find out where he took him. There's, I don't need to pretend. All dwarves are brothers. <laughs> there you go. Incestuous. Uh, we'll be sitting at this table over here if 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 uh, if um. Uh, if things go to hell, like, uh, you know, uh, finish off the rest of your drink and I'll come over and try and help you out. You mean the rest of McKeg? Well, whatever you happen to be drinking while you're sitting talking with him. Be on the loo the rest of the night. <laughs> no, like whatever you order for him or whatever. I don't know. Alright. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Drax goes in and sits next to the guy. Uh, he says, oh, uh, hello, Mr. Dwarf. How are you? Uh, hey, mate. Uh, hey, you got any vodka in this joint? And from Araby? Very unlikely. <laughs> no. Alright, give me the clip. He's never even heard of it. Give me the clip. Okay, give me her strongest drink. Uh, he has, uh, he has, uh, I don't know, what's this? A drink out of Araby? I can't even think of one. A um, drink out of Araby? I mean, like, I has wine any... or... I guess, uh... I guess they have he, grapes over there. I wonder if it says anything under, well, there's a reason under my little description Arabia of it. Well, Arabia isn't known for alcohol, because it's like, kind of against... Like, like some sort of rice wine, Their maybe. religion. Yeah, that's know? true. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... I don't know, maybe some sort of brandy? I have no idea. Now, what did you say earlier? I can't, I can't follow the description of this place. That's what happens when you pick a completely random I mean, there are basically uh, establishment out of, out of there. Um, yeah, I think 
Alcohol being against the religion uh, sounds like a, a good angle to take. They don't serve alcohol at all in this place. Probably why it's so empty. <laughs> uh, I loved it two weeks ago. Uh, no, it just pisses me off. <laughs> it's ac- they actually have a fine array of juices and things like that. He's drinking apple juice. Fine, give me the juice. Listen, mate. How are you going to get the guy drunk if he's drinking apple juice? This is not good. This is a very bad start to this expedition. Uh, it says, uh, hello, would you like some apple juice? It's wonderful here. Uh, yeah, mate. Um, so... We don't get a lot of, the, the bartender we don't get a lot of dwarves in here, uh, what would you like? Uh, apple juice is fine, mate. It's, that's wonderful this time of year. Poor you poor you got it's, uh... So, uh, I came to, uh, the festival looking for, you know, me brother, mm. Uni. Uh-huh. And, uh, I can I find him. And so I, I've been asking around, and apparently uh, yesterday he was in the stocks. Oh, uh, yes, I do remember a dwarf being in the stocks and, yesterday. Uh, and you paid to let him out, mate. You know, I, it's true, I did. Um, so, why is he, mate? You know, actually, I don't know. Um, it was... Uh, so, yes, uh, Mr. Mister Tugan uh, asked me to, uh, to uh, take... Take that dwarf, uh, where was it? Oh, yes, to the to the Steinhager offices. It's a little odd, because Steinhager offices were closed at that time of day. But, you know, the Tugans and the Steinhagers are, uh, are very close, so it didn't surprise me too much. I, I, I take notes back and forth to the Steinhagers all the time. I can't read, so they trust me quite well. Um, have you seen them since, mate? I just, I can't find them anywhere. No, no, I, I, really? I haven't. I, I don't really... I don't really know what happened to him. I, I brought him to the offices, and uh, they uh, they told him that there was uh, alcohol inside, which is odd because they rarely have alcohol inside. <laughs> but uh, but yes, he went. But he went inside and uh, uh, was with him. I, I it is it is actually kind of odd now that you mention him. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll go looking for him there, mate. Very well. And this was Mister Tugan, your boss. Yes, like yes. directly told you to do this. Ah, uh, yes, uh, I, I, yes, Mister, I talk with Mister Tugan nearly almost daily, almost daily. Because I knew Goni, and he was our bastard, <laughs> and I just don't know why anyone would have paid to get him out of the stocks. You know, I Mister Tugan has keeps strange. He's an odd man to work for, I must say. Uh, he, really? I, get, I get strange requests all the time. I mean. This was actually one of the stranger things, but uh, but I tell you, you know, ever since uh, Carl died, uh, you know, Johannes is a strange man. Uh, he, he is definitely a stranger to work for than Carl was. And and when did when did this happen? When did Carl pass away? Oh, about two years ago. And hmm. And so other strange, like what, mate? Like for example, you know, just out of give me some more stories, mate. Oh can, well. Uh, Apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Have some more apple juice. Ah, we're drinking. We're drinking milk. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. He says, "Well, you know, they they have these meetings late at night a lot of times." Uh, you know, he see it's a, a lot of the uh, members of the uh, various merchant families, and some of the non-merchant families participate. Uh, I'd say that's sort of the, the some of the more odd things that happen. But like, uh, would you happen to know like which other families? 
Um, just off the top of your head, you know. Well, I well, the Steinhagers, uh, of course, the first to jump to mind. They are the the, the families are very close, uh, um, and especially have been in the last couple of years. I don't think Carl was as close with uh, Franz as Johannes is. Um, he says, "Yes, let's see. There is the uh, the uh, Hagens. Um, they're well known in this town. I'm sure you've heard of the Hagens. You, you, do you live here, sir? Um, no, I haven't just, seen you before. Well, I told you, I just came to see my brother." Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, so the Hagens are a well-known uh, merchant family um, that, that uh, I, I often am de- deliver messages to. Uh, um, let's see, there's uh, uh, Majerius family. They're not a large merchant family, but uh, they're, they're, uh, they're close as well. Hmm. Well, mate, you're a fine lad, and... Uh, I'm sure you're gonna help me find my brother. Your apple juice is on me. Those <laughs> all right. It's five uh, shillings on the counter. Five shillings. Of, yep. And apple juice is like five pence. Well, His apple juices. Hundred apple juices. Are yep. Right. Apple juices all around. <laughs> <laughs> five shillings. It'll buy. I guess it'll buy ten. ten, roughly, a little bit more. Yeah, eleven apple juices. All right. All right. Well, apple juice, apple juice all around. He says. And he, <laughs> the two yeah. other people in the bar. And everyone's right. like, the three, the three of you are handed some apple juice. <laughs> awesome. The bartender's like, run. Just kisses the shins. All right. All right. Well, thanks for helping me find the brother, mate. Oh sure. All right. Triax like leaves. All right. Well. We could break into the Steinhager offices tonight, or we could wait and see if Runebroder gets back to me. Um, I suspect that he will. I like Plan B. Yeah, okay. But remember that Majerius family and the Hagen family. Sure. Hmm. So this is so it's been two years that they've been summoning demons since Carl died. I'm betting Carl was murdered by. Johannes. Well, it's impossible. No, that makes sense, but shit. There's got to be some gossip around town about that when it happened, but I don't think the Arabic caverns where you're gonna. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I well, I think we go back to the boat and rest. Because I think most. Of I'd, I'd like needed. to heal some wounds. That'd be that'd be fantastic. And wait and see if uh, Rune Broder gets back to me. Okay. Uh, all right. So you head back to the. Uh, okay. Um. All right. So the. Uh, you want to go to the next morning? Does anyone want to do anything? You're you're going to read. I take it. Uh yeah. Um, I'll just keep right there. All right. Well, if you want to have a, if you want to read through the night, I'll let you finish off. Like you can just have say four hours of sleep. You can finish off your. Uh... If you're not going to be able to do medical care, I'm going to spend the night in a hospital. <laughs> that's yeah. That's... Actually, you know, if you, I should probably mention this, but in in this world, a common thing to do if you're heavily injured is you go to like a temple of Shalya, and they will see you generally for free or just a donation. Uh, and they have people who are oh. pretty skilled. I'll gladly donate my last three pence to a temple Italian and spend that night there. You were completely broke? No, but three right. pence is 
two less pence than I gave the apple juice guy. Fine, I'll give him five pence. No, my la- those are my last shillings. Those are my last shillings before yeah, I have okay. to crack another gold. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll just stay up all night. Okay. Well, if you save all night, that we would or be quite tired. If you want to, if you want to you wanna short your sleep, yeah. you can well, finish off whatever yeah, it was you're studying, and take your advance. Awesome. Basically, due to my vision, uh, if I don't have a better idea, I just hang out with Travis. Well, I can read because, like, it's well pretty intimidating to have a god tell you, you know, you should like watch out for this guy and like help him out and you know, like that's pretty much the most intimidating thing that's happened in my character's life so uh at least second most yeah well <laughs> eh, a couple of brothers turning them dead like <laughs> eh, whatever happens happens to the best of us all right so you're you're studying and the rest of you will wait till the morning yeah so do is enough time to go past for us to get one back uh yeah. Wait, I want I want medical treatment. Oh yeah, so you're going you're going there. Uh yeah, so the the uh there's a, a priest who uh looks at you and you're pretty how wounded are you? Um eight out of twelve. Eight out of twelve. So alright, you're not too bad off, but uh um they they ask you questions about uh you know your wounds and they're they seem very eager to, to help or they're very willing to help. They're very nice people there. And uh um, yeah, and they offer you a, a I, it, it, for 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 five pence. They after they 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 show you to a room. There's sort of bunk beds. There's other people who are sleeping off their drunkenness or recovering from wounds. Not, and not a, pence. And a sling. Shillings. I gave them five. Oh, five shillings. shillings. All right. They you get your own room then. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, somebody sees to you throughout the night, uh, tending to your wounds. I say that I like. The, the warehouse I was working in caught fire. Not that a demon breathed hideous, burning, brick smoke. <laughs> All right, they 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 don't pry too much. Um, that, uh, that last one takes me to full, so I'm going to spend 100 experience and get a wound. Okay, and actually get it. Sweet. Um. All right. So how does they just have to make their test right on this sort of healing? Yeah, they have to make it. It's a straight healing test. How many wounds do you have now? Four, All right, three. they make their nice. Tests. Uh, so I get a D6 plus. Is that one. right? You can roll it. You can roll the D6 yourself. Like spending XP. It's not the first thing I left. Right. Okay. Well, right. Almost gone, right. But I have to buy it to finish the career eventually. Yeah. And I I could I buy, buy intelligence or agility. But I normally would buy agility, but it's good to buy wounds when you're at full health because then you actually get the wound. Oh, you actually yeah. If you're not at full health and you buy an extra wound, your maximum increases, but your current does not. I I follow suit. I buy a wound as well. Okay. I do. I have no idea what to spend my experience on. Well, can you, what can you spend it on? Um, plenty of stuff. But okay. I would say I, I'm not worried about it. Is the point? Okay. If you're if you're staying in the hospital at Triax or at the the Temple of Shalia, you should get healed as well. Are you um, I'm only one wound away from full. Oh, okay. okay. So you don't need it. Yeah. So you get healed. You're back at full. No, no, no. I mean, oh, after, after you get healed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So are you staying on the boat then? Yeah. Well, I'm staying with uh, the two. The two of us are staying on the boat. He's in the sure. hospital. I'm with you guys. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, the next the next morning you uh, you receive a note. It's delivered that uh, uh, an appointment has uh, appointment has been made available to you at the room broder. 
Does it have like a time or something? Um, it just says early morning. So immediately? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Alright, we collect Triax and head over there. Okay. I put my nice clothes on. Alright. Um, yes, so, uh, you're, you're shown in, you're asked to leave any obvious weapons at the door. And, uh, alright, I lean my quarter staff against the side of the door. Leave all my stuff. I guess I'll leave my newly purchased valuable battle axe. I take out an endless supply of dirks. And <laughs> <he's> so Craig. <laughs> One <laughs> what was that movie where that happens? Like a lethal, lethal, no, a uh, naked gun movie. Naked with, gun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, um, all right. There's a there's a there's an old man uh, sitting in a very large office. He has a uh, kind of salt and pepper hair and uh, and beard, and uh, he uh, he's kind of. He's, he's, uh, as you're shown in, he's looking through some books that are on a shelf, and he sees you. He kind of turns back, and he hobbles over to his desk, and he sits down. He says, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm Rugo. Uh, I understand you have some, some inter- information. Uh, yes, this is very interesting. Yes, um, Rugo, it's nice to meet you. My name's Nigel Lancaster. He doesn't move to shake your hand or anything, though. Okay, I bow before him. Okay. Courteously. Um... I say, um, well, do you want the long version or the short version? Uh, I, I have time. Let's give me the long version. All right, I, I, tell actually. Him, I tell him everything. <laughs> oh, from the temple and uh, the demon and the copper? I start with the, yeah, I, mean, I, start, <laughs> I don't mention the copper, but I do tell him, you know, everything from when the city guard hired us to go into the sewers, include everything we found. I pull out the various props. Ah, okay. Including the skull and everything. And I say, yeah. So I basically tell him everything. Alright. He, 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 as as your story unfolds, he looks, he looks, uh, more and more shocked. And, uh, he says, I wouldn't put anything past those fucks. He says, uh, you know, I've always wondered if they dabbled in sorcery. How else could you? have all the market forces just seem to come your way, you know? They're clearly evil black magicians intent on some sort of chaos incursion, and they've got to be stopped. He says, well, you know, I I, I don't I don't know if uh, what you have here is exactly saying that, but I would say that this is, uh, this is most serious. I mean, uh, they are definitely up to no good, and I, I, you know, I have a sense that they've been they've been meeting behind my back, you know. Those are there, not a lot of them, you know. The some of the nobles of this town, or the, you know, the Tugans, of course. I'm sure the Tugans are behind this. Uh, it, it's I've I've thought that for a long time, but uh, hmm. you know, ever since they started that Ordo Septenarius. That what? It's a, it's a, it's a group. It's like a clan that they have. And they've been keeping me out of it for years. I've been making inquiries, but they're very secretive. What have you learned about it? He says, well, I think it's like a, an inner circle amongst a group of them. I think they, they, they control the voting block at the town council now, and, you know, they, they, I've heard, I don't know that this is true, but I have heard that they, they meet 
you know, at night, and I think they, they plot against me and the rest of the town. I see. They're up to no good, of course. Well, this is, um, this is most disturbing. Not only are they up to no good, apparently they don't stop at summoning demons in the sewers beneath the town. Says, are you sure you saw a demon? This wasn't just a guard dog. <laughs> no, it, it it was a real demon. It it breathed it breathed fire. It was surrounded by smoke. It, it it kept mutating before our eyes. It was a creature of pure chaos. Says, well, I do believe in chaos. You know, not everyone does, but it is out there. And if you say it's in Borgenhof, and I want want to believe you. Well. Clearly, we have to do something. We can't trust anyone. I, I agree. Uh... Anyone in the city, any of the city council, and, and probably a lot of the watch, are probably compromised. Says, uh, well, the Stevedores are definitely compromised. The Tugans <laughs> and the Stevedores have been in bed together for a long time. Did you mean to say the Stein, Steinhagers? No, no, the Stevedores, the, the Tugans and the Steinhagers are also we in have, bed together. We have tangled with the Stevedores before. <laughs> the Stevedores are not to be underestimated. <laughs> <laughs> they make more money than you'd care to imagine, I tell you. But yes, the Steinhagers are, uh, they've... You know, ever since Johannes came up from Nolm, it seems that those two have been talking behind my back continually. Uh, how old was Carl when he passed? Oh, maybe 55. Oh. Johannes, pretty old. What does Johannes look like? Uh, he has, a, he has a full beard with a wispy mustache. He always dresses in those fine clothing. He wears way too many rings for his own good. Was it the guy that I saw leave the offices? Johannes? Yeah. No, it was not. Oh, really? The the Steinhager offices? Yeah. No. I described that guy to him and asked him who that is. Uh, he's pretty sure that's Franz. Oh, that's Franz. Okay. Franz, right. Franz Steinhager and Johannes Tugan. All right, that was mixed up. Um, yeah. So when he describes Tugan, he says he has this full beard with wispy mustaches. He wears rings on every finger and uh, gold around his neck and things like that. He he. He carries air of nobility wherever he goes. Doesn't know that his birth is actually lower than mine. Well, have you ever been in his house? In either the Tugit's house or the Steinhoggers? Uh, in their houses? You know, uh, I have not. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't live quite next to them, uh. They don't invite me for parties anymore. Is there anyone of authority within the town that if we were able to gather enough evidence against these Cretans that we could present it to them and they would be able to actually arrest them? Uh, well, in my uh, understanding of the town's politics, um, while they are powerful, they do not control the watch. Uh, the... Uh, the uh, the magistrates control the watch, and I find the magistrates have not been turned against me well uh, during the last two years. So I believe the magistrates would be someone to talk to, and uh, they could be they could and the magistrate controls the watch, so they could be arrested. They, so they, they could be arrested if that could, way. If we if we could manage to find this evidence and bring it to the magistrates, they would be able to. Put a stop to this, do you think? Uh, yes, I believe so. 
Hmm. I don't know that your evidence is that overwhelming, though. No, I quite agree with you. Um, I think in order to get real evidence, we're going to have to find... The man who summoned the demon. We're going to have to find... We're going to have to probably invest... Conduct a more thorough investigation into the source of this creature. So, you say it was under the Steinhager offices? Yes. Very strange, I you know. I, I, uh... I notice people... I've heard, you know, through, through my network, that people go to the Steinhager offices late at night, which is just strange. No one goes to my offices late at night. Except those... <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> not processing that information. But, you know, if I can help you in any way, I, I, I would. But, unfortunately, my power in this town has been waning over the last few years. I know. Um, Brutus asked him if he has a set of full plate hanging around. And well, tell me, I'm tell like, me, yeah, yeah, tell me my friend, if, if we should manage... Uh, if we... Oh, yes? If we should manage to uncover this evidence and bring down your enemies within this town, perhaps, um, perhaps you could, I, I, some, some of the other members of my, of my, uh, some of my, my friends require some additional motivation to undergo da- such dangerous uh, investigations. If, if we, if this, if the Steinhagers and Tubins were arrested for sorcery, it would just be me and the Hoggins left. I would have I would have free reign. I would I would buy those warehouses that Steinhager has at half price. <laughs> it would be a marvelous thing. <laughs> perhaps um perhaps you could offer us some sort of reward if that were to come to pass. It would help me convince some of the more reluctant members of my party to uh, join me on a shall we say a fact finding expedition. Ah. Uh. Well, if you if you are able to uh, take down the entire house of Tugan, I would uh, I would reward you handsomely. Would a uh, hundred gold crowns be uh, sufficient motivation? I think that under the circumstances, uh, my my friends would probably he um, that would that would that would be sufficient motivation. I think yes. I would offer more if it were a few years ago, but. A uh, hundred gold crowns actually means something to me now. Very well. Um, you have been most helpful and illuminating. Um, I'm so glad we were able to have this conversation. Yes, uh, you, you are Mr. Lancaster, correct? Yes, that is my name, Nigel Lancaster. All right, I will, I will tell my servant outside that if, uh, if a Lancaster comes knocking, that uh, you will be shown in. Thank you very much. Um, and now I must make preparations for... Um, a rather bold move. So, perhaps the less said about it, the better. Uh, Hopefully I will return soon. Very well. Alright, uh, anybody else want to ask him anything before we go? That's pretty good. Nope. Was that line from Batman? If you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what Batman was that? The Dark Knight. Well, the last one? Yeah. Isn't that what the Joker said after he slammed the guy's head into the pencil? Into the pencil, yeah. <laughs> if you're good at something, you never do it for free. That's the thing. 
I actually think uh, Heath Ledger channeled uh, channeled Nixon. Like the way that he spoke as the Joker, it's very Nixon esque. Interesting. Nixon. Interesting that you know how Nixon talked so. Uh, so well, well, it's just like he would shake his head and he would use mm. the same inflection. You're not gonna have the Joker to kick her out. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. I like the towel shake. <laughs> You're not gonna have the Joker to kick her out. All right. So, how are we gonna break into this guy and how your offices? Um. Well, we gotta make sure it's on a night that they're not having a secret gathering. So much the better if they are. Yeah. Then Why? Red-handed. Then, then we could kill them. I think that would get us in more trouble than them. Plus, more opportunity to find people with repeating crossbows. Well, we can't afford to wait too much longer. Alexander's not going to wait for us that long. Mm-hmm. And something tells me that... Well, it's not going to be too long before they figure out that we're investigating them and just arrest us. If they're already, if that first statement is just a stepping stone, the less time we take, the better, before they try to summon something bigger. Is there any time like the present? Would we... Well, it would seem kind of weird to do it during broad daylight. Well, the offices are open. We could just go in and look around and see what the layout is. Um, sure. Wait, that's, haven't I ever been in there? That's a decent... In the offices? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. We should at least look and see, like, what the interior is like. I mean, if it's all barred up and stuff, like, that'll change our tactics. Okay. All right, we start heading over to the Steinhager offices. Okay. Um, um, as you uh, as you head over there, um, well, maybe we should. We did, we did promise the magistrate we would go see him the next day. Maybe we should go there first. But should we tell him anything? Well, he was going to tell us the results of his investigation. Yeah, that's useful. We should see him. All right. Yeah. Okay. We head over. Because we also know he's a Yeah, we head over there. Okay. Um, so you see the same guy at City Hall who you you met the first time, and he looks up from his paperwork over his glasses at you, um, and uh, he says, "You know, uh, Magistrate Richter. Yes, he normally does work here, but uh, he's ill today. He's at his home." Oh my God. Oh, Miss Sigmar. <laughs> I see. Um, it's very important that we talk to him. Um, would it be acceptable for us to send a message to him, or could you give us his address? Uh, yes, he uh, he lives just outside of the Adel Ring. Um, he's in. Uh, was it? His, I think. Oh, I have. Uh, I have a different map with like a lot more street names on it now. Uh, all right, not a lot more. A few more. He's at uh, 12 Plotzvig. It's near the adult ring. Thank you very much. Uh, we head over there. Uh, we need to come prepared for this one. 
I'm not liking oh, the, really? the chances of us coming out of this without some encounter. All right, I'll change out of my nice clothes. <laughs> That's your okay. There's a there's an I'm taking my shield. I don't no, normally I walk around town with a shield. I pull off the hat with the feather I and I put on the hat without the feather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you have your equipment ready. All right, uh, there's an elderly lady who answers the door when you knock. It's a it's a large house, but it doesn't have the sort of gates or anything that the other ones do. Um, and she says, I, yes, can I help you? Yes, um, we're here to see Magister Richter. Magistrate Richter? I, he's, he is ill today. In fact, there's a physician seeing him right now. Um, I'm glad to look at him. Are you a physician as well? Uh, yes, actually. I show him my pamphlets of healing and... It's a, it's a her, but uh, it's oh. an elderly lady. Sorry, right. my voice wasn't as good. Uh, I, 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 found <laughs> I thought you sounded very like much like pictures of uh, healing and surgical. Oh, okay. And she says, oh, yes, well, uh, I guess you could assist the... Uh, perhaps your friends can wait outside and uh, I'll show you in. Where his surgical assistants? <laughs> Make a charm <laughs> I'm giving myself <laughs> You've already got it built in. <laughs> Only one degree of failure. Uh, I, I, perhaps if uh, he decides he needs your help, he can come back and ask for it. Describing real hard if he's being killed. I'll do it for about it. I've got it under control. Okay. Right. We'll wait outside. Okay, so you're uh, you're shown in, and, and uh, she shows you up to his room, and there is a physician who's uh, actually kind of packing up his things and, and headed to leave. Oh. Uh, he he stops by, and he says, and, and he says to you, kind of shakes his head, not looking good. Do you know what do you think is wrong with him? I don't know. I haven't seen anything like this. Is serious. He says here, you're you're a physician, yes? Uh, yes. Well, come take a look. You, Kind of mm-hmm. takes you over I to. Need, the, I need to go look at this guy. Takes you over under a spell. Takes uh, you takes you over to the bed. He looks terrible. I mean, you can barely recognize him. His uh, his face is purple. His kind of his oh face is God. bloated. His eyes are like almost popping out of his head. When he's kind of he's mostly closed, but he blinks his eyes open and close sometimes. And his tongue is just like swollen to twice its size, and his breathing is just a sort of rasping coming in and out oh, of his head, uh, coming in and out. And, uh, but yeah, just the purple, you know, dark blue tinge to his whole face just makes him look very sickly. Uh, I make some, uh, hmm sounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you check for open wounds of any sort? Uh, no, actually, I did not. Okay, is it okay if you talk? Oh, uh, yes, he says, sure, I'll show you what I have looked at. And he, uh, he unbuttons a little bit of his robe and he kind of, Shows you how he's measured his heartbeat and pulse and, and some other things. Okay. Uh, uh, you don't see any obvious wounds as he unbuttons the buttons on his shirt. Okay, I'm gonna need my assistant Nigel uh, to come <laughs> help me uh, assist. Me. So, ah, um, the lady is kind of listening to you to uh, talk from the uh, from the back of the room, and she could, says, "Oh, could you call him up for me, please." Um, I'll make a charm test. You can have plus ten. I make it with one degree. All right. She comes to get you. She says, oh, the physician needs your help. Of course. Right away. I go upstairs. All right. You see the same scene? All right. I try to examine him and see if he's under the effect of, like, curse or something. 
Um, hmm. All right, I guess we're supposed to make perception tests on this, right? <laughs> Magic says it's a skill. All right, damn go, it, go for it. Uh, you succeed with a degree of success. Um, you do detect something a little bit magical, but I mean just a little bit. I would say you would gauge that ninety percent of this is quote unquote real. Is, uh, but there is something odd about it. Is he it. conscious, or is he... He seems like he's fading in and out of consciousness, but he doesn't seem to be coherent. Uh, Do you know the magistrate's whereabouts yesterday? Where did he, who he saw, what... You're asking the lady that? Mm-hmm. She says, uh, well, he came home from, uh, from his work a little bit early, um, and... Uh, did he see anyone after that? You know, the uh, the captain of the watch actually came and talked to him, which is odd. The captain doesn't usually call on him at home. She thinks for a second, and she says, there's something odd about the captain. You know, he he kind of laughed a lot, and the captain of the watch is a very serious man. Mm. But, uh, yes, I, he, he, they, then they talked a bit in his private uh, in his private quarters, and then they left. He was He didn't get sick until this morning. I see. Uh, did you see him after the captain of the watch left? Uh, yes. He uh, took his meal in the evening, and everything seemed normal afterwards. Did he seem disturbed or agitated? Actually, actually, uh, it, it, he seemed he seemed a little. Um, he was very quiet. Um, did he receive, just out of curiosity, did he receive any messages or um, other correspondence yesterday? No, not at all. And um, uh, what, what? Just out of curiosity, just trying to eliminate um, possibilities. Did what did you have? What did you have for dinner last night? Um. Well, I made uh, I made up a stew. Uh, and he didn't have anything other to eat that night besides the stew that you know of. Mm, no, I mean he drinks when he comes home a bit. Uh, mm. But that's about it. What 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 did he have to drink? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, the, I could show you to the to the court to the chambers where he uh, sees his guests. She brings you down there. Okay. There's like a little bar stocked with, with some alcohol. Is any of it open? Yeah, they're all open. They're you all know, open. Like stoppered up and stuff, yeah. Uh, no. Specifically, what did he have? Well, I don't... I want to I, I want to examine them and try and, like... There's two... There's there's two glasses that are sitting out. Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to examine... I'll examine the glasses. Okay. Uh, they have little traces of what must be alcohol in them. I smell them. Uh, they smell just like alcohol. Uh, can I tell if it was like wine or brandy or... Uh, won't you make a perception test? Uh, I succeed with no degrees. Um, you notice in one of them that the color is a little bit darker than the other. Hmm. There's a little bit of a bluish tinge. A bluish tinge? Mm-hmm. I thought so. Um, <laughs> is the physician still here? 
yeah, they're still talking upstairs. Alright, I go back upstairs. Um, I say, uh, tell me, sir, how familiar are you with uh, poisons? He says, uh, not very. I deal mostly in diseases. Um, I believe um, that uh, the... Uh, that the uh, magister has been poisoned. Oh, well... That's what I thought, too. Um, <laughs> it's an interesting idea, but I I don't know too much about poisons, and I haven't really seen much like uh, a case like this before. If it were possible to... If we had a sample of the poison, do you think it might be possible to reverse it? Mm, don't see how the sample would help you, but, you know, I would suggest you inquire at the Physician's Guild. There are others who know more about these things. Very well. Um, we will do that. Uh, can I take what's left of the wine in the glass and, like, pour it into a container or something? Uh, there's other empty glasses there? Or what, would you, what are you looking for? Like a vial? My there's belly no vials is, lying around. Is there, like, an ink vial that I could wash out and use? Um, no, there's no ink file in this room. I asked the chambermaid, oh. the house, like, whatever she is. The, uh, the yeah, maid? Sort of, yeah. The chambermaid? She's the caretaker. The caretaker. I asked the caretaker if, if, she, if there's a vial in the house that I could have. Um, a vial? She kind of shakes her head. Like... Like an inkwell or a... Um, well, we have inkwells. Or you a perfume bottle or something of the sort. She says, what is this for? Well, as I was explaining to the physician, I believe it's likely that the magister was poisoned um, and that the poison, some of the poison is still remaining in his wine Do you glass. think the captain of the watch poisoned him? I don't know. But I'm not that really, would be most disturbing. And I'm not really worried about who poisoned him at the moment. I want to try and save his life. Ah. I was hoping to take uh, what was left of the wine in his glass to the Physician's Guild. Perhaps they could... Oh, well, you can take the glass. We have many of these. Yes, but, I mean, I wanted something a little bit more secure. Ah, well, uh... Uh... So, like a, an ink vial or a perfume bottle or something like that? She has a extra ink vials that she pulls out of a desk. Okay, all right. I put the wine in the vial and stop her. Okay. It's just a couple of drops that we were talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, head over to the physician's guild. Did okay. she look relieved when he said he wasn't interested in replacing it? Not, not particularly, I don't know. And what color is the gunk in the, in the bottle? Is the skull? Yeah, it's blue. That's okay. what I was thinking, anyway. It's a possibility. It had to be her. Her? You think You're so? You're so crazy. I'm not crazy. You think it was the captain of the watch house? The captain of the watch. Well, the no, captain no, no. Of the watch she, no, no, no. You're right. She could be an agent for somebody. Yeah, that's fine. Or it wasn't really the captain of the watch. I don't know. If we wake the magister up, maybe he'll be able to tell us. Okay. So, uh. You I guess, I guess now we're getting the, into the watch. There's two glasses. I guess they were drinking together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you just don't want to get into paranoia territory where you're like, 
right, we had, we had over to the physician's guild. Well, you just... All right. Who had uh, they appear to... No. No, many. Very good uh, mystery-solving skills. Uh, I say... We, have a, we need to... Uh, we have something of an emergency here. We believe somebody has poisoned Magister Director. And I think we managed to find a sample of the poison, but um, I want to know if there's anyone here who, who knows about that sort of thing. Um, the uh, the uh, desk person uh, shows you into an office where there's a physician who's, who's uh, in there. He looks like he's he has uh, his office is quite large and is more um, you know he's got various contraptions with uh, liquids in them and whatnot. And uh, all right, says, oh, yes, can I help you with something, sir? Yes, um, as I just told your secretary, we believe that Magister Richter has been poisoned, and we wonder if we provide you with a sample of the poison if you might be able to produce an antidote. Uh, well, the poison isn't really helpful for producing the antidote. Uh, if it's a well-known poison, perhaps the antidote's already been found. All right. He, I... uh, he uh, motions you. He motions his hand. He has this huge shelf of this huge uh, bookcase of books that are about poisons and various concoctions. Uh, well, I pull out the vial with the wine in it and I show it to him. And then I pull out the smaller vial that has the blue liquid in it with its dull label. And I show him that. Okay. And I say, uh, do either of these look familiar? He, uh, he, he smells both of them uh, pretty carefully and he says, it's hard to say. This one is has a strong alcohol smell. This other one is no smell at all. Uh, can't really tell. So you you're asking if it's the same thing. Well, oh, I just wanted to know if you recognized either of them. I suspect that they are the same thing, but I don't know for sure. He says, well, if you're looking to replicate it, um, he says, you know, one thing I've found, and don't don't go spreading this around too much, but if you if you give uh, if you give your your sample, he points to the vial to a pig. It will often exhibit the same symptoms. He kind of chuckles to himself. Well, that's not going the to anat- help us. The anatomy is very similar. That's not going to help us find the antidote, though. I described the symptoms of the poison. He uh, kind of scratches his head. Uh, that sounds uh, very dull. He starts to think about it. That's a, he, he says, that is very interesting. You know, I treated somebody uh, uh, with that uh, very same disease. Uh, a few years ago, yes, it was, was it uh, one Carl? of the, was one of the nobles of the town. Carl. Yes, yes, Mr. Mm-hmm. Tugan. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, but uh, but do you recognize those symptoms as belonging to any particular poison? You know, I don't. Uh, I tried to treat him at the time, as many other physicians did. In fact, our whole guild was uh, attempting to to save his life, but we uh, we were unsuccessful. Uh, perhaps, you know, we actually did not think it was a poison at the time. Um, that's why I haven't heard of those symptoms except, well, once before. Um, says, uh, you know, you could use the, uh, you could use our libraries here to, uh, to look at, to look it up. But, uh, yeah, we did, we actually did not look at poisons. Alright, I have nothing better to do since we can't go to, I don't want to go to, unless you guys can think of anything better to do. You, whoever can read, just start uh, going right. through the show. Yeah. Alright, we start researching. Alright, you guys can make two intelligence tests each to see. If you fail them both, you can't find anything. If you make the first one, you found it quickly. Do you have any relevant skills? Academic knowledge magic? 
Mm, no. I can read and write. I have heal. Does that help? Yeah, heal plus ten. Okay. Do you have surgery yet? I have surgery as well. Uh, yeah, plus ten for that too. Okay. I still feel my first strike. Wow. Wow. Do portion. Uh, I know. I know. I've got a portion. Oh, I have my portion. Um. Uh, I succeed. Yeah, I wow. succeed by like a bajillion. Zero twelve. What is the other one? The other zero, three. Oh, zero three. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah, I succeed by three degrees. Okay, on your first test or your second test? First test. Oh. You can read, right? Yeah, yep. you can read. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. What'd you roll? Uh, four. Four. All right. <laughs> uh, Zed seems to have found something quite quickly. Awesome. Despite the large uh, quantity of books in the library. Um, and, uh, yes, it describes a poison called purple brain fever. That sounds pretty... And the symptoms sound very similar with the eyes bulging and the tongue swell- swelling mm-hmm. and the face turning a different color. Um, what does it say about it? Uh, it it actually mentions a cure, uh, but it says that... Uh, and it, it has like a, sort of this herbal remedy that with kind of various herbs that can be sort of melded together. But it says that, the, that uh, they only increase the chances of success to uh, about 50-50... And even so, it take, still takes weeks to recover. All right. Well, that's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, it, men- it mentions a little bit about the poison that uh, um, that it's it's uh, tends to be bluish, odorless, and uh, and uh, there's uh, and that's that's about it. Yeah. Bluish, odorless, and matches well with a good brandy, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we take the book to the physician and ask him if he can brew up the remedy. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, he's familiar with those herbs. Um, We ask him to make, like, some extra. Ah, Okay. He says, yes, I will. He, he, he thanks you. For, he, he looks over the, uh, the the finding that you found in the annals of one of the books, and he says, uh, he, he reads through it and says, wow, this is, you know, incredible. And he uh, he gets right to work at making uh, making the uh, recommended herbs. And don't go spreading the word that the captain of the lots has been poisoned. You mean the uh, magistrate? The magistrate. Or, yeah, the magistrate is poisoned. Uh, uh, sure, I, I guess that could be dangerous. Gosh, I wonder if Carl was poisoned. Uh, I don't think there's any question that he was. Um, I mean, look at the symptoms. Right. He nods his head. Uh, do you want to wait while he does it? it? Takes him about half an hour. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah, that's yep. not going anywhere. I can't believe your entire group of physicians missed this. <laughs> Two Robert makes well, it that up. They weren't looking for poisoning. So you got to know what they're looking for. Yeah, they, no, they weren't I'm, looking for poison. I do have six cents, so it's just kind of like, uh, <laughs> grab. Okay, um, so half an hour goes by, he makes uh, enough of it to, uh, enough for three doses. Alright. If he found it right away, would I still have spent my fortune point finding it? That uh, was, was that point? on your second test? Second test. No, then he already had found it before that happened. Okay. Alright, uh, we thank Sorry, him profusely you. and no. tell him to keep this on the DL Okay. Um, for a couple of days. Unless, of course, the symptoms crop up anywhere else. Uh, okay. Uh, and then, yeah, we head back to the magistrate's house. Okay. Uh, well, the physician is going to head over there to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go with him. Okay. 
Uh, okay. He uh, mixes it into some water and pours it down his throat. Uh, and uh, But there's no obvious change. There's no obvious change. Um, all right. Uh, does the physician hang around, or does he kind of take off? Um, he, uh, he waits around a little bit, and after 20 minutes, it looks like he's going to leave. Okay. Um, I want to take the opportunity to look through the magister's correspondence. Uh, well, the lady's kind of, like, follows you guys around. I um, ask her permission. Uh, I say, um, I, I, I'm, I, I want to try and figure out who poisoned him and why. Uh, would it be okay if I were to take a look at some of his letters? Um... She says sure, but uh, he says, she says most of the letters he, for work-related things are kept at his office. But uh, she'll show you a few things that he has at home. All right. Uh, she shows you various things that don't look very interesting. They don't look very interesting. All right. Well, that's worth a shot. All right. Well, um, anybody else can think of anything else they want to do today? You go cattle the captain of the watch. <laughs> that seems like the worst idea ever. Um, I asked her if he had any particular other magistrates that were friends of his. She kind of shakes her head. No, not that she knows of. Are there any other magistrates that she considers to be particularly trustworthy? She thinks they're about equal. They're about equal. All right. <laughs> All right, well, so watch what you drink, everybody. It's apple juice from here on out. <laughs> I'm only drinking blue liquids from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to build up the tolerance. Yeah, that's right. Only there's a way we can slip some of this poison to, like, Johannes Tugin. Unfortunately, that still wouldn't prove anything. No, but it would be kind of fitting. <laughs> I, Clearly, it was a genetic disease. That's right. <laughs> That's what they'll say when he, when he comes down with it. So, uh, the cure or the antidote, half an hour? Uh, Alright, I'll write that down. Uh, two doses, two yeah. doses of an- antidote to what's the name of the poison? Oh, the physician's purple, purple, fever. purple brain fever. Alright, well, I can erase the unidentified po- poison and write purple brain fever instead. Did it say how much um, of the poison was the usual dose? Um, no, it doesn't say that. You have to drink 70 gallons of this poison. So you need a dwarf to hurt <laughs> it for you. <laughs> dwarf or a horse? All right. the oh, oh my god, the stevedores! Well, they're back that's in what the they're, game. That's what they're doing. <laughs> that's why they're in league with the two guns. They need them to cart them. All right, how are we going to break into this guy's office? Anybody got any ideas? Um, we break into his office. His office is currently occupied. No, I mean after dark. Well, obviously I have a whole what? host of skills. That to what end? We find, know who poisoned them. It's find, the captain of the watch. Finding no. no, well, we need to find evidence that the we need to find the evidence, and it's probably in that guy's office. Uh, I mean, how? I, what evidence are you looking for? Like I don't know, um, notes, books about demon summoning, uh, like 
minutes from their secret society meetings, like the journal that says, today I killed... Oh, you're, you're talking about the, the Steinhofer office. The yes. Steinhager office. Okay, I thought you were talking about Richter's office. No. no. We need to break into the Steinhager yes. office. Um, yeah, we just wait till after dark and we do it. Okay. That's the plan. All right. Well, it's only about noon. Is there anything you have to do <laughs> before dark? You get a suntan. Uh, some people are not at full wounds, right? Uh, that's true. I could I could catch up on some sleep and recover some wounds. Okay. I guess I could catch up on some agility training. There you go. Then said, "Why don't you stop by the office and just take note of where the doors are inside okay. the office?" All right. I'll, uh, I, I want to do that anyway. So there's a, there's a, there's a uh, stairway that leads, that leads up to a double door at the top. Okay. There's, there's no one standing at the doors. Alright, uh, I knock. They're open. Oh. They're just oh, they're, open. they're propped open. Yeah, you're okay. there at the middle of the day. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a clerk who's sitting behind a desk inside of, inside of the offices. Uh, what, what uh, can is... I, can I help you, sir? Um... I'm Should not exactly sure, actually. Uh, I wandered in. I'm looking for directions, actually. Oh, sure. Where to? Uh, the Cross Pikes. Ah, uh, yes. That's a, uh, it's a tavern. It's around the corner. It's across from the uh, Watch's Barracks. He, uh, he stands up and uh, starts to walk over to the top of the stairway where you are and starts pointing around the corner. Okay. Um, I'm just sort of trying to engage him in conversation as I, you know, check out the place. Like, you said he was behind the desk. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Do you have blather? Uh, I can blather. Yeah, you, you, I, I can blather. Blather is not an advanced skill. I yeah. think it's a talent. It's a talent, yeah. No, but I'm, I'm just... No, blather is very specific, though. Like, you could totally distract him and someone else could just walk by and he wouldn't know. Okay. That's what Blather does. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just engaging in banal conversation while I like skill. Okay, you can kind of see out some windows. It it's actually, an awesome skill. It, it actually looks like um, that this is not the primary office. It's sort of a, an entryway, and it goes in, uh, behind it is a window that you can see through, and there's a courtyard back there. And there's Ooh. various... It looks like there's a couple of smaller buildings that are part of it. So it looks like one building from the outside, but it's actually... Um, Four buildings on the inside. Oh, okay. Uh, that's interesting. These are huge. Um, I uh, they're, not, they're not big buildings. I asked him if he wouldn't mind if I, uh, you know, took a smoke break in his courtyard. Uh, no, I'm sorry, sir. Do you have do you have any business here? Um, no. Like I said, I was just looking, and I'm sorry. You like can... uh, it's a very interesting courtyard, and I just thought I might take a break there. He says, "Oh, well." It's he points to some of the trees. Yes, he says you don't see uh, trees like this, and uh, outside of outside of this courtyard, they've been brought in here. Especially. No, I know they they look lovely. I'd love to sit in their shade. You know. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, but uh, you need a if if you don't have any business, or you know, you, I can't escort you over there. Why don't you just smoke here on the steps? Okay. Well, I look through the window, and I'm basically looking for for like I don't know points of. It, is it like this courtyard is totally surrounded by buildings? Uh, no, they, the, the buildings form a square, but they kind of come in at a corner. So, okay. Um, Are there a little, like, weird alleyways or anything into this? Uh, there's there's a fence, you know, if, if the buildings... There's, like, a little bit of separation right. between the buildings, and there's a fence 
All right. Okay. That goes well, between them. All right. It's, that, it's pretty high. It looks like it's about ten feet high. Okay. Um, that's probably enough. That's like I. Okay. The guy, he I shows you. He control. shows you out. Yep. I thank him for the information and leave. All right. I think we're waiting for nightfall at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nightfall it, arrives. It and it, well, when I tell you guys, I'm like. Um, sure. I don't know what you would do to get very resilient. Parver surgeon is very resilient. Um, after I'm done with him, though, I'll, uh, I'll kind of walk the whole block and kind of, like, get the outside picture of what leads into this courtyard, you know? Um, just out of curiosity, Ordo Septomerus, that doesn't mean anything in classical or magic, does it? Um, well, your classical, uh, language allows you to know that it's something to do with the number seven. Hmm. But the SEPT is seven. Yeah. But other than that, other than it that, it doesn't seem to mean much. Okay. Uh, well, I guess ordo might mean something. It's kind of like the word order. Oh. Uh, hmm. Okay. Where is that phrase coming from? Ordo Septonaris. That's the name of the secret society. The Order of Seven. Perhaps. Um. So yeah, I just walk around and I'm. I'm kind of just looking mm-hmm. for the... So, around back is an alleyway, uh-huh. and the alleyway leads up to some of those fences. Okay, perfect. That's uh, exactly... The, the buildings back there on the alleyway do not have any windows that, uh, Even y- you know, that um, face the alleyway, though. No. They have, you know, it, it, as you saw from inside the window, there are windows in the building, but they face the courtyard. Okay. Um, so, yeah, after I kind of get that stuff, I'll meet back up with the group, and I'm like, yeah, if we're doing this, then I think that uh, I found us a pretty good method for getting in, you know, coming up the alleyways and crossing the fence. Uh, we have rope and stuff, so hopefully that's not too much of an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then... You're still not at full wounds? Uh, no, I had to treat myself to get two. I was down to okay. get one more out of it. Which I do. So, so now now that you have surgery, it's plus ten to all of the heal rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Since it's a related talent. Um I'm this is a game question or a game mechanics question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was at nine wounds, having being healed up to that, and then I slept overnight and got up to ten. Uh, my max is eleven. How does that work? Uh, the way I have it is the way I say it works is if you if you gain to your maximum wounds, it doesn't increase your current wounds unless you were already at max and then your current goes up. Okay. Um, so my question is, I guess, can can I get another wound back through treatment or surgery or something? Well, you, if you if you uh, you need to rest. You've already been treated for first aid, okay. right? So the yeah. only way to get it to get more back is through rest. Okay. If you rest for twelve hours, you get one back. If you rest for twelve hours and someone attends to you and makes their test, you get 
Right. Well, we're we're Easter. saying this is happening all around like noon, one o'clock, and like. Well, we're, uh, yeah, we're gonna. St- I mean, as the evening rolls around, we're gonna stake out the offices again. Okay. Um. Okay. So you see. Uh, um. As night rolls around, um, well, I guess it's before night, but after sort of normal office hours, the office, the doors close. Um, but uh, you don't see that sort of large group of people leave right away. And in fact, a, uh, a small group of people enter. Uh, they're wearing kind of nicer clothing. Um, they're accompanied by a couple of servants who wait outside after they go in. Do I rec- do we recognize any of them? No. Um, you continue to stake out the place. About an hour later, a very large group leaves, including Franz and all of the people who you saw go in. And they head out. That is cool. Hmm. Okay. Um, Alright, it's time to make our move. Alright, well, I direct you guys to the best point of entry. I'm like... So night falls something like 8.30. What time do you want to go? Um... I don't know. What do, you, do you want to wait, or do you just want to go as soon as... Uh, 10, 30, 11. Okay. Okay. So, by this time, I've explained, I'm like, this alleyway seems great, like, there's no windows facing it, like, we just need to figure out how to get over this 10-foot-high fence, which is pretty easy for me, so I can just do that and then throw a rope over and you guys can come over. He is also very good at climbing. Alright. Well, maybe. Do you have the skill? No. Maybe it's not an issue. Okay, okay. well, uh. Alright. So it's about 11 at night. You guys head over to the back alley. Um, it looks pretty deserted. It just seems to be a place where there's. The other side of the street was offices as well, and there doesn't seem to be anybody around. Not a, not a lot of. Uh. You know, but you do see in the in the upper floors. You occasionally see someone's got like a candle lit, and there's people there. Yeah, just we'll be quiet, and that should work. Um, you don't see any. Uh, so as you look over the fence, you don't see any lights on the couple of windows that you can see from across the courtyard. All right. Well, I go ahead and uh, try to scale the fence, and uh, you know, and then my plan is I'll just anchor a rope. Over the other side, guys can use ropes if they need to, or... Um, well, I mean, it's a it's a vertical wooden fence. You can't oh, I have climb scale, it. I have scale sheer, sheer surface. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to climb. We have a, a rope and a grappling hook. No, a grappling hook would... There you go. Get you. Well, not only Blast that, the we have hook. people. Like, we can give each other boots. <laughs> okay, how do you want to do it? Um... How high is the fence? I'm ten a, feet. I'm pretty light. I'm like ten someone feet? just yeah. give me a. It's like boot. a little higher than this ceiling. All right. Well, yeah. Like Triax and and Manny or Triax and I will give them a boost up over the fence. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can you can just reach the top when they boost yep. you, and you and can lean just... on it, so it's not too difficult. To, okay. To do okay, you you can grasp the top. All right. 
I try to pull myself up, and then I'm going to try to definitely just jump over. I mean, a ten-foot jump, it's not... It won't be. Well, yeah. that actually is the first... Let's see. Well, you jump down... Um, let's, see, uh, let's see. Three yards, that's ten feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can make an agility test to take no damage, and you'll... Uh, all right, so uh, make a climb test as you go up. Uh, scale scale. Zero surface, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, make it by two degrees. Okay. You have no trouble. Um, you, uh, so go ahead and, so you jump down. It's an agility test. Um. Just straight agility? Yep. I'll give you plus ten since you, uh, had no trouble climbing. No worries. Roll the sixteen with the plus ten. I right. have fifty-one, so. You take no damage as you fall. Alright, so I roll, I throw my rope over the fence, and I'll just anchor it. I'm like, come on. Alright, a rope flies over. Alright, I'll go next. Um, okay, so you're just holding it? Yeah, yeah. How much do you weigh? Uh, yeah, I'm obviously asking for the lighter yeah, that's members of our next. party to come first so that they can help sure. me. Oh, how much do you, how much do you weigh? Um, where is that? Uh, 190. How much do you weigh? 140. 140. And I'm not taking my books with me on this expedition. Ah. You don't think you'll need them? Go back at the boat. Okay. Um, sure. You, you don't have any trouble making it to the top. Okay. Uh, and, yeah. If you I will, like, hang down and then drop. Yeah, and I'll totally help you. Like, I'll support sure. you as okay. you, you get, come you, down. You get yourself over. All right, I help him hang onto the rope. All right, well, make an agility test. We'll see if you want to make some noise as you come down. I do not. Okay. You're very silent. All right. Who's next? Oh, I'll go next. All right. So it's no problem climbing up. Just make an agility test to come down and see if you make any noise as you drop down. Okay. All right, Mr. Dwarf. All right, now we're all alive. We're all three of us hanging we're all on the rope. Alive. Come on, please. I think I should be able to scale the fence without the rope. Uh, it's I mean, scale it's, sheer surface. It's, just, it's the name of the scale. Well, you can't. You can't. You have to have you know some way to climb it. You can't just magically climb it. Like fantasy. I do not make a noise coming down. (laughs) You are awesome. I am awesome. Uh, sure. All right. Thanks to it was ironically thanks to the agility training I've been doing the whole day. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. You guys are all deftly inside the courtyard. None of you have made a sound. All right. So, what are the buildings? Uh, maybe you should draw out the courtyard for us. Uh, sure. We just use a piece of paper. Well, we know which. Bu- it's not like we're going to invade all these buildings. I mean, we know where we're trying to go. Mm, no, we don't. Really. Well, I saw it from the inside. Did you see where they keep the secret documents about their demonic? No, no, no. I did not. Then see we don't that. know where we need okay. to go. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Hanging on the wall. Your documents. Demon summoning. No, I just I thought you were questioning the building. Castles is over building here. I thought. Building. Yeah, it's right here. Beach University. Ah, the Beach.
see. I guess this actually is going to come farther down. This is the courtyard with some trees in it. And where did we enter? And this is like the stairway up. Actually, the stairway's on the outside. That was sort of the stairway. And, and so there's, a, there's, there's these little fen- there's fences yeah. here, mm-hmm. and you guys. So are all of these buildings like two stories, or are they all one story? Or They're all two stories. They're all two stories. And there's no passageways from the main building to the side buildings except for the courtyard? No. You can walk through the courtyard. There's um, just doors that lead directly in. There are windows facing the courtyard from all over the place, too. Well, where would their secret passage likely be? The, the large group that we saw entered and exited through the main door, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Did we hear them crossing the courtyard on our stakeout? You realize no. I have pick locks no. and a pick lock set. I realize. Alright, I think the main building is the first place we should search. Okay. Anybody have any better ideas? Nope. Let's do it. Alright, we head over to the doorway into the main building. Okay. Um, it's locked. I take 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not quite how it works here. Okay. Um... The locks on the inside to the courtyard are not, as you look at them and you know something about locks, these are not particularly beefy locks that are meant to keep out the toughest of criminals. Um, right, they're interior courtyard. Right. right. So you have plus 30 on your tests on, on these locks. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fortune point? Uh, yes. You got four of them. Yes. What happens if you're I, you yeah, can't retry an open lock? No, it's just saying that it's too difficult for you to figure out at that point. Yeah, fortune point. Yeah, I'm totally fortune. Because that's just sad. Okay, much better. Made it by three degrees. Okay. Uh, you get in. Alright, so what's, uh, what's inside that door? Okay. Um, there's a hallway, and it leads up to, uh, in fact... You actually recognize this room. It's one large room here, which is this sort of entranceway. And, uh, you know, there's sort of paintings on the wall and some, you know, sort of ornate features. You were in this room before. Mm-hmm. And there's the windows going out. There's, there's a couple of hallways off to the sides that uh, you didn't go down. Right. And I tell you guys this. Like, I'm like, this is the same room that I was in earlier today. I really don't know much more other than the clock sat there. And it's on the main floor. Yeah. All right, I look down the hallways. Okay, one of them has a stairway at the end of it. Going up or down? Up. What about the other hallway? It just leads down and there's some doors along it. There's no door at the end of it? No. Should we split up? No. It's take a while. Uh, it won't take that long. Um, so, where was the door into the courtyard? It was like here. Mm-hmm. So... So there's this sort of this so big room, and there's like these two little hallways on the end. And there's uh, some stairs leading up right here. Well, knowing what we know about you the don't outside, know you don't know what's in here. But this is one big room. We just start opening doors. No, I wonder how you would get to the first floor in the other section. Which section? 
this section. Oh, there's there's, well, a there's, couple, there's a couple of doors over here. But oh, but there's no door in the main floor of that section on this hallway. That's weird. Well, right, you see what I'm saying? Whatever, yeah. we've got stairs, hmm. like, why don't we just go in and then figure out... Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Really, the stairs should be to one side, and they should be a door there. We've got stairs up. But so the stairs are down. really half of it with a door. Hmm. Um, were there windows in the courtyard uh, that would face into these rooms? Um, yeah. Um. Alright, I want to go out and look and see if there's a window for every door. I have supernumerates do not take very long. <laughs> so, okay, there's just, there's two doors here and two doors here. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not like Oh, I thought doors. there were more. No, no, no. Okay, uh, let's go down to the door at the end of the hallway on this floor. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's not locked. Alright, open it. Okay. There's a... Where'd that pen go? It goes like that. There's various... Um, there's a... There's a stick right at the end of it. Going up? Going up. Alright, I want to make sure there's a window for every doorway in that hall. Um, yeah, there's a window for every doorway. There's... Alright, let's try one of the other buildings. Three on the other side. This just looks like offices. We could search them all, but hopefully it won't come to that. Alright, let's try the um, uh, the back building. This one? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, everyone make a move silently. Mm. Test. Is there uh there's no such thing in this game as like assisting. Uh-huh. Right? Oh yeah, oh, there is. is there? Well next time I'll help you. <laughs> Do you have any degrees of failure? I actually did not. Okay. I'm debating whether the fortune point is roll a fourteen? No, oh, that's 70. a seventy four. Oh, Oh, yeah. This is not a tunnel rat thing, so I just barely... Uh, you can use tunnel rat while you're in. Oh, well, then I make it by two degrees. Mm-hmm. Instead of just... I will not fortune point it. I failed by four degrees. Failed by four degrees. CC by one. Um, okay. So you guys... You guys head back into the courtyard? Yeah. Okay, you're in the courtyard. Uh, Alright, door leading in the building directly on the opposite side. Where's the fence that we came over? We came over this fence right here. And where's the main entrance to this courtyard? Well, what do you mean, the main entrance? It's what, a courtyard. When when Tugan comes in and out, where is he coming out? Uh, well, he enters this building, and then he enters that. Right. Uh, 
all pretty similar. Okay, so we're, you're headed to here? This door. Okay, uh, it's locked. I will gingerly try to pick that shit. Alright. Plus three. Uh, yeah, made it by a bajillion. Okay, you get in. Alright, what's in this door? Um, let me look at the... Pond in the center. Um, oh, the courtyard or the room? No, it's in the courtyard. Um, Take that. <laughs> jump in, baby. Yeah. Jacuzzi time. Okay. Uh, it looks like a storage area. There's mm-hmm. um, crates of stuff. Uh, yeah, it looks like the sort of things that they must trade in. Like it's yes. got, it's got, it's got, got say barrels of things. Start searching for a trapdoor. Search test. Ah. I make it. <laughs> there is a. Oh my god, I rolled the seven. I uh, make it with uh, a degree. I'm sorry, there's nothing to be found here. Okay. Alright. Uh, last building. Last building. By the way, no one else is ever allowed to touch this dice. <laughs> this dice has not. Rolled under or over fifty, like ever. All right, uh, you come to that door. You can try to pick the lock. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, it reminds you a lot of of this of this one. Well, so that's like a two-story warehouse over there. Uh, the ceiling's really tall. It's not really two stories. Hmm. Wait, now explain to me again why you're trying to find something that goes down. Because the temp, the strange pet thing we found was in the sewers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, so we're right, okay, okay. Why wouldn't it be in the courtyard? Like, is Possible. there anything in the courtyard? I start searching around the courtyard. Uh, okay, you make a search test. Yeah, I'll look too. It, it's possible. Oh, I, I might want fortune points. Okay. okay. I will fortune points. Go for it, Rolling. You're down to do, as many do fortune to, points as I have. Do for forget to, to Jesus! Even worse! I do mark it off. Yeah, I do. Alright. Terra firma. <laughs> it's the earth. The pond is very shallow as you search it. Less than a foot deep. Well, well we were here looking for evidence in the first place. Why don't we focus on that and then see what happens? Alright, well, um, yeah. We'll have to start opening these yep. office doors. I don't we're, see we're any other bust down doors mode right now. Alright, so we'll start with the four doors in the main building. Okay. Uh, they're not locked, and they're we're clearly sort of conference chambers. They have large tables and chairs. There's really nothing in them, though. 
Okay, we move on to the other to, to, to these doors. Okay. Uh, make a uh, move silently test. Ah! Starting to get degree. the impression there's some people in one of these rooms. Zero degrees, actually. God. Alright. He hears me, whoever he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't succeed. Um, okay, make uh, listen tests. Listen? Is that a screen? Do that this? It's a perception and a bonus if you have I listen. make it. Okay. I do not make it. Uh, I don't make it either. I okay. just barely. So you guys are kind of standing in here, and you were uh, as you were. See, where were you going? Sorry, you were checking these doors, and you went went into this building. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so uh, if you made the uh, listen test, you hear up these stairs, you hear a very faint sound of a dog barking. Dog. Oh, faint though, like maybe above or below, right? Well, she said it from up the stairs. Well, from obviously the a dog is, is alerted by our presence. Someone is going to check very soon. If we can barely hear the dog, no one, someone else. No, but the hear. dog is in the uh, room with somebody. Guy is next to the dog. Yeah. Well, like, that's kind of the point. That's something. We might as well go check it out. That's the guy with secret doors. That's the dog. <laughs> with the guy with the dog. Yeah, the guy with. I'm the dog. I'm not sure there's a guy with the dog. There is. We a can guy ask with the, the dog. dog. Rover, okay. go you find secret door. Go up the stairs. Okay. Uh, make a second listen test to see what we see. succeed. This dice all. Does anyone get any degrees of success? Yes. Uh, I made it with. Let's see. Four degrees. Three degrees. Oh, okay. Four degrees. Uh, you hear a sound that sounds like uh, the rustling of cloth, and then you hear a clomp, clomp on the ground. Uh, He's and, getting uh, out of bed. And uh, you hear some words being said. You can't make out what they are. Very short, like. No, two, I'm three, not going to be you, bitch. Get out of my house. Alright, it's time for Mr. Strike to stun to prove his worth. <laughs> we gotta question this guy. I thought it was a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, we start heading towards the source of that sound. Okay, uh, there's a doorway. Um, as you kind of come up to the doorway, all of a sudden a little flicker of light comes in the bottom of the door. Um... Right. You guys have no light source, right? No. Just L night vision. All right, so it's Crouch. not it's not perfectly dark. Uh, the, uh, the 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 moons are uh, are bright again tonight, so it's not per- it's not completely dark in here. But right. it's not Crouch light. outside the doors, and as soon as he opens it, pop him one in the head. All right. All right. With uh, okay, so the uh, the door opens. A uh, a dog goes. About a twenty pound dog. Medium um, size, yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of jumps out and starts barking at you guys, and uh, a man steps out of the door. He's holding a candle. Why would I want to pop him one? Let's Make just ask him who he is. Candle. Because we're burglars, and he's going to start yelling for the guard if you don't. <laughs> All right, I try to All pop right. him one. It's a surprise round. <laughs> uh, we won't go to initiative just yet. Otherwise, you'd be in bad shape. <laughs> Uh, he is not defending himself, so you have plus 20. 
I still missed them by a mile. I just, God, I don't know if it's worth fortune pointing this, because there's so many tests that need to work for this to work. Uh, well, if you don't, stun well, him. just fortune point it we're one gonna have to run away. How many fortune points do you have? You don't stun him, we're going to have to run away, so... Just once. Alright, I hit him. Okay, uh, so then what happens next? I have to make the strength test. Okay, I make it. He has to make a toughness test. Alright. Old man does not have a lot of toughness. Alright, he's stunned for 10 rounds. Good fortune points. See? Uh, he... He's, he's totally stunned. In fact, he falls to the ground. So are we beating the living shite out of him? No, we're tying him up and gagging him. Okay. Alright, he... What's the dog doing? Is the dog going crazy right now? He's like yipping at you and uh, kind of barking at you. Actually, who's in front here? Um, Do I have food? Triax is in front. I guess well, you're on either side of the door, right? Right. So who's on the other side of the door? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, right. we're just... It'll go randomly in one direction or the other, so low is you. Alright, it comes towards you. Uh, make a fellowship test. Alright, well, I'm just gonna... Do you have, like, animal care or anything? Nope. Uh, <laughs> animal I'm training. I'm just gonna try to feed this dog, you know, give him an iron ration or something. Give him some dried meat? Holy shit! I have, like, a terrible fellowship score, but I just rolled a 12. Your fellowship score is good. You, all of your scores are good. Alright, um... It's, it's kind of yipping at you, but doesn't like attack you or anything no, like I'm that. Like, it, it, Here, boy, you know. It seems know. actually a little bit friendly. Yeah, uh, so like you're, you're so around. you're pulling out your your iron rations. You have like yeah, some dried like, meat in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Yeah, the dog starts to take your meat uh, and calms down. All right. So I should raise uh, no a day's worth. A day's worth. <laughs> no, you don't. Have to you worry just about start it. showing. <laughs> 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 like <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so are we able to tie this guy up and gag him before he's done wears off? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, w- we make a quick search of the room that he just vacated. Uh, it uh, looks like a servant's quarters. Okay. Uh, is there anything in there of, of note? Not really. No, 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 nothing of writing or books or anything like that. Alright. Uh, standard servant's fare, you know. Alright, we take him back to the um, warehouse area. The warehouse area? That's yeah. Oh, over yeah, the, 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 the building. Same. On the okay. <laughs> leave him in there? No, we don't leave him in there. No. We have to talk to this guy. Um, so, I want to kind of, like, create an area that will muffle any shouts that he might make by, like, piling boxes up and stuff. Uh or okay. find an area that has a bunch of boxes piled up. That or just find a very so, I mean, the whole interior the whole wall area. Is, it's got boxes lined right, up against right. it. I mean, just find an interior area. Like, right. probably pretty good as pull it. Out, pull out the uh, pull out the axe and you know say uh, before we untie him. If you start screaming, if you start screaming, we're going to kill you. Do you understand? Well, he he nods his head. All right, we pull the gag off of him. Very right. not comfortable with this. He doesn't say anything. Uh, yeah. He's like, what's going on? It always works like this. Um, I tell him, uh, look, um, listen to me. Uh, we don't want to hurt you or anything. Um, we know that uh, the people that own this building have been doing some very evil things. And we need, we're here to try and stop them. E- evil things? Oh, okay. Um... We need to know where the stairs are that lead underground. Uh, there are no stairs that lead underground. Uh, when when they get together for their nightly 
meetings with the Ordo, whatever they're in, what room do they go? Ordo, Septum. Oh, um, uh, uh, hmm, yeah, sometimes they come in at night, yes, uh, they, uh, uh, who's this guy? Is he like an office manager? A servant, he's a caretaker. He, uh, he tells you that they that uh, he sees people come in at night sometimes, and when they do, they come into this area. They come into that area. Mm-hmm. They they take they take a right after they come in, and that's the direction they head. Hmm. All right. Well, he says, "I think they meet in the in the in the offices. I, I don't know." Um. All right. So now, what do we do with this guy? Um. Somebody's got us. Like I can search and validate, or you know. Try to validate what we can't saying. let him go, but we can't. Maybe we should bring him with us. Do we have any of that? Do we have any of that? Why don't we just knock him out? Like he's How do you not? Do you, can you knock somebody out in this game? Uh, sure. You want to just knock him unconscious? You can just strike. That seems you, like you can strike to well, strike to stun is kind of different than knocking somebody unconscious. Exactly. I mean. Well, the thing is, knocking somebody unconscious doesn't quite work like it does in the movies. You know, you can beat somebody unconscious, but you know, it takes quite, right. it takes quite a beating. I think we have to bring him with us. I think we have to bring him with us. Fine, don't kill me. We're not going to kill you. All We're, right, all right. So we untie his legs and we leave his arms tied up, um, and we and we say. Um, all right, we're going to take you with us so you can see what we're talking about, but um, don't scream. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you can just re-gag him. Uh, I don't want to re-gag him. I want to do as little to him as possible so that he won't have his throne in prison after this is all over. Alright. Um, okay, so you you have him tethered to you as you walk around. Yeah, okay. alright. So we go back to that area of offices. I asked him to show us the office that they usually go into. He's, he doesn't seem to be he sure, but he points yeah, to the first one and thinks it might be that one. Alright, we open that door. Um, okay, there's, uh, First he, off, he, says, there he, any... sa- he says, this is Franz's office. I, uh, I nod. Are there any locked doors, or every single door? On, on the, the interior, hallway? once you're inside the building, the offices aren't locked. Okay. Okay, um, okay. Franz has a large, very nice office. Uh, there's a desk with lots of papers on it. Um, and, uh, start searching. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you definitely find some interesting things while you're, uh, in Franz Steinhager's office. Let's see if I can, uh, find what they are for you there. The first thing is that, uh, just on his desk is something. Oh, no, it's not on his desk. There, he has, um, he has a, he has a, uh, let me, let me pull it all out. You find this letter underneath some of the things, and you also find that he has a desk drawer that's locked. But that letter is on top of his desk underneath some other papers. Maybe if you gave the old guy some of your jerky out of your pack. 
Actually, at this point, I've uh, killed the dog, and I'm going to feed him the dog. We're not too soon. The dog kind of follows you around. No, the dog <laughs> is cool. In fact, uh, the dog okay. really wants to follow me. Uh, so the festival that. ended yesterday? Today. 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 All right, well, we keep searching. Okay, so the, there's, uh, there's a locked door. Um, a I'll locked try to crack the... You know what? Yeah. It was yesterday. The festival did end yesterday. I'm going to try no, to the crack the earlier locked day, door. Right? Or the lock... I think it ended the day no, before. No, it ended the day before. It yeah, did that's right. This before. is the day after the festival. Well. All right, I bust out my lock pick set, right? and I'm trying to pick Possibly. the drawer. What's that? I'm trying to pick the drawer. Okay, go ahead. This is a very easy one. You'll possibly... Yeah. Okay. Uh, there is a there is a book in there that's kind of interesting. It's uh, um, but it's not in a language you can read. Is oh, it in a language that I can read? Uh, it's in arcane language magic. So that would be a yes. All right. <laughs> this is the uh, description, can I see description of the book, please. Thank you. That's what we get for dying about per day. Good lord, who... I don't even want to read this. Why do you pick these fonts? It's <laughs> so stupid. The guy stupid. who can't read will read it. You can't, you can't read that? No, it's just... It's too annoying. Like my Would you, like, would you like me to read it for you? Let me read it for you. Look at it on the recording that way. I don't know if that's reading No. No, like, at, being a video game guy, it's like... If one of my designers threw me that font, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no. We, do you understand everyone in the world is stupid? And they just can't read stuff like that. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. What? Here, I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you. Franz. When, this when the Schaffenfest ends, our plans will come to fruition. The festival will give us ample cover to consecrate the temple properly, and I have searched I have researched a wondrous magic that will guard it exquisitely. Hmm. Let us keep our focus as the climax of our preparations come. Tell the other members no more than they must know, for I fear their hearts are weak and their minds feeble. Remember, great power awaits. Well, it's signed J. You might have delayed this. J. Killing the guardian and stealing the copper rings, yeah. Um, and stealing the skull with the diadem. Who knows? Is this count as a grimoire? Um, for the purposes of getting oh, a journeyman wizard, sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Score! Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they're talking about. I, yeah, about a book that contains spells. I yeah. think is a grimoire. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I would agree. Okay, I take the book. Um, we keep searching. Okay, uh, everyone can make search tests. Roll the four again. Apparently I'm all about fours. Four, nice. Fours and eights. Alright, did anybody else make anything? No, I failed. Okay. Um, I almost rolled a zero. Alright, I'll I'll, I'll give you both of the things with a four. So there's two things that you find. Uh, One is that there is a area of the floor that is under a carpet, and you kind of lift up the carpet, and there's a trap door uh-huh. under there. Secondly, uh, behind a picture is a safe. Oh, well, we obviously know the trap door is what we're after, but I'm like, a safe is so much more intriguing. <laughs> so I try <laughs> to crack the safe. Any, um, any, uh, any, any 
anything that they have is obviously been gotten by means of chaos, magic, Oh, you know, you're talking and I'm already appropriating their resources is only fair. <laughs> it's even better if we turn their resources against them by using them ourselves. Uh, I just show Asian, I'm a tomb robber. I show that I guy the, 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 that note. Can't read. I um, okay. Never mind. <laughs> well, you can make a fellowship test to convince him that you're not lying. I suppose. I mean, you haven't killed him. You've been a very gracious abductor. If we don't find anything more damning than this note, I will. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm okay. hopeful that we'll discover some more visceral evidence. That note is pretty, pretty evidential. Yeah, if anyone could goddamn read it, Jesus. Who I mean, it refers that? to wondrous magic. That right there is just going to raise alarms. It's still not enough. Well, and great treasure awaits. Obviously, these people are trying to recruit this. Well, <laughs> um, so do I have to spend experience to learn these then? Yeah, um, because they're outside of your they're lore. Um, yeah, I would say 75, not 75. Not, not 100, yeah. Because okay. they're lesser or petty magic. Or like, I mean, ultimately, why do you decide to have morals once you've already broken into a place? You might as well just actually break into a place. Okay. Because um, we are the good guys here. No, we are, but... Don't we think these are the bad guys? And why shouldn't you steal from the bad guys? I don't think it's stealing. See, that's a very fine point. <laughs> I think it's appropriating resources that have been ill-gotten. Whatever you got to say to yourself, <laughs> my friend. Exactly. Okay, this is a so this is this is a it has a lock on it, not a combination lock, a normal lock with a key. Oh, um, really? So you can use your lockpick set on it okay. if you wish. Um, it's a wish. difficult lock, though. It's minus fifteen. Ouch. Um, so wow. what is that? Let me actually figure that out. Uh, so agility, 41 minus 15, 26. 26. Yikes. 24. No? Do I feel like fortune pointing this? It's up to you. It's probably a lot of money in there. I I will fortune point this. <laughs> I really want what's in point. this. You can always use you, yeah. you can always use half a fate point. If you to fail make this, the test. you could use that half a fate point to make it. Like half a fate point. I'm not gonna use <laughs> half a fate point. No, beyond all right, no. half a fate point. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gets the best of me. <laughs> so click. <laughs> All right, uh, you, 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 you couldn't quite figure out how to make it happen, and then and then I pray just, to Allah. Just that at the last moment, you're like, ah, how about this other way? You're, get, give, you're you're like giving up. You're pulling your lockpick set out, and suddenly it catches, and you hear this click. Yeah, and you're like, what? Exactly. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just a click. in the handle and the door falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't locked at all. <laughs> uh, well, it is actually full of money. 
I like where this is going. Uh, there's a lot of gold and silver in there, and as you kind of pull it out and count it up, it's 50 crowns. Wow. 50 crowns. I'm going to put that in the party inventory for now. Yeah, go ahead. But Alan is not entitled to any of this. <laughs> Just as you weren't entitled to the yeah, proper uh, yeah, exactly. windfall. Exactly. So we gave you a crown. Did you? We'll give Alan yeah. a crown. <laughs> we, uh, we, yeah, well, Tim, Tim already marked it off in your character sheet. Yeah, I gave yeah, it to you. We, oh, okay. we did cut you in first. Well, alright. Well, if you're being fair like that, then that's fine. That wasn't exactly fair. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. We okay. gave you one crown out of the 25 that we got. Okay. It's <laughs> not exactly a fifth. <laughs> no, it, in fact, it's one twenty-fifth. So we could give uh, Brutus two crowns. Alright. Uh, so it's just money and nothing else? Yeah. Uh, no complaints here. No right. complaints here, either. We might have to kill this guy after all. <laughs> moving on to the trapdoor. Well, uh, no, 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 I, like, what his Okay, his well, his you, reaction? first of all, we can cut this guy in for a couple crowns. That's true! <laughs> we might have to. <laughs> yeah! Um, alright, so the, the trapdoor leads to a stairway that goes down. Okay. Um, when you get to the bottom of it, there is a passageway. You have to duck your head a little bit as you walk in here, and it leads in two directions. Uh, you want to go to the left or to the right? Right. To the right. Um, it goes around a corner, and it goes down some more stairs, and you eventually reach a large metal door that has a big bar that keeps it locked. Looks familiar. Yeah. All right, turn around and go the other way. Okay. In the other direction, you actually reach a dead end. It gets um, the passageway gets much more narrow, so you have to really duck, and then it dead ends. Well, search. Go ahead. And yeah, I mean, there's secret doors or something. Make the search check. Wow. Okay. Make the search check. There's um, it's not a secret door exactly, but you notice at the end of the passageway, the the wood on the floor is a lot more flimsy than normal. It looks like it was recently put in, uh, within the last few years. Mr. Battleaxe. All right. This is your moment. We hide it down. <laughs> All right. Um, there, your axe goes right through the wood. It's pretty thin, and uh, you and there and it drops down about four feet into a passageway below. Okay. You want to follow the passageway? Yes. The dwarf is going first. This is it, mate. <laughs> this yep. is where the shite is. <laughs> You, All right, you're going to love where this goes. You you eventually uh, come... It's a very low passageway, about four feet high. You kind of climb over some crates and stuff that's been stuffed back here, and you end up in a room that looks familiar. It's actually... Yeah, it's the bottom of it. It's actually the uh, the cellar that you guys like briefly looked into, um, and it's stacked with kind of weird, you know, different crates against the wall. And there's a stairway leading up in the back. Just as you remember. Hmm. All right, we go back to the iron door and we open it and we look in and make sure that nothing has changed in that room. Um. Okay. You uh, you open the door. The room has been completely swept clean. There's just nothing left. That symbol that was in the center of the floor is gone. The uh, the uh, chest that w- that you had left in there is gone. Um, it's just a completely empty room at this point. It's not here. What? It? 
evidence. The temple. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, the temple is going to be here. I was hoping it would be here. Do you have this letter? I take out my iPhone and I start taking pictures. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you wish. And the passage below the floor doesn't go any other way? No. Well, All right. Well, as you as you guys hit this big roadblock, why don't we uh, wrap the session right there?